Hey, it's Mike, Sean, and AJ of the Confused Breakfast. If you love classic movies from the 80s, 90s, and 2000s, we're the podcast for you. We just finished up May of Sways Uncaged. All Nick Cage and Patrick Swayze movies. Dirty Dancing, Donnie Darko, Face Off, The Outsiders, and National Treasure. Check us out wherever podcasts are found. You will be glad you did. Pia, I would like you to please inform the people about how you felt about Brock on Sheena's podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know we were going to talk about I, this. And I purposely set you up for this because I was like, oh, I don't want sh- her to prepare. You I didn't want even her- really respond that much too to my voice notes. So I was like, I'm being I just un- didn't. I just, unreasonable. I just, I just did, <laughs> no, no, believe me. I just simply did not have time because I, I was doing the other podcast launch, but uh-huh. I was like, we shall talk about this on the pod. So, Okay. I, for the reason why I did this is because Pia called it last week, and I called it opposite. Pia called last week. She's like, I just saw a glimmer yeah. from Brock that he would be down to film with Sandoval. And I was like, no, no, I really don't think it. But then Pia listened to Sheena's podcast. Yeah, so I listened to the podcast, and I got – and I I will have to say that I have been impressed with how Brock has taken the note and had, you know, been taking a step back this season. Taking the note. He's and taking the shut note. up. Yeah, like he was too much his first season. He was coming in like acting like he knew everything, running things, and I didn't like how he was coming off. He was really arrogant and stuff like that. Um, but I kind of got a little bit of that again. I had that feeling again the way he like on Sheena's podcast. I I forgive me, I don't remember the the guests that she had on, but he was he's very popular and he was brilliant. And he was actually, I was really happy that he was on because he, when there were certain topics that were coming up, he was like, no, Brock, no. Like, he was like pretty much Brock, to sum it up, was being very much a Schwartz sympathizer, like being like, well, he was being put in a really tough spot and all Mm -hmm. this stuff. And then the guests would come in and be like, no, like, (laughs) we have really given Tom Schwartz grace for 10 years now this is his time for accountability and we're not doing that and he he was more he was harder for sure on sandoval but it's still he kept on saying things like i mean right now like things almost feeling like in the future like right now you know we're not you know talking to him um he's gonna have to show with action no, we've made it. Leaving very, that door open. Yes, leaving a door open. And Sheena would chime in too. Like Sheena was like, a, was definitely being like, that's not how she feels. So Sheena wasn't good taking that bait. But I, I feel like Brock was definitely much, definitely very sympathetic towards Schwartz. Definitely feeling like it was a for right now situation with Sandoval. He was definitely more dismissive of Raquel easy to be because she's the woman and like yeah there's like no way that they can have a friendship especially him could have a friendship with Raquel given mm. what has happened but I kind of I I and I felt like he was talking about certain topics that would come up that he was never a part of the friend group didn't even know Sheena like he had no business commenting on so overall like what I, what do you mean can you think of an example uh, or is it too gosh. hard 
I'm now um, like you mean he was talking about stuff from the past as like reference like referencing stuff from the past yeah like like the guests would be talking really be talking to Sheena like asking her about things from a long time ago years ago and he would be acting like he was there and he'd be answering almost for her uh, and I just I just didn't like and I'm sorry I can't because I've listened to so many podcasts since then, I know there's so such there, an, there's such an inundate we're so inundated with information yeah but I mean listen to her podcast I think that if you've been watching Vanderpump Rules as long as we have from the very beginning you will pick up on what I'm specifically oh. talking about but I just felt like there were certain times where I needed him to be quiet Mm-mm-mm. and stay in his lane and I can feel him doing what he was doing in his first season on that particular episode and I want I, I felt like he needed to like kind of shut his mouth a little bit and you know mm-hmm. let Sheena take take the lead and I feel like he was kind kind of being a little too much for me and we're not like Ariana has made it very clear that she does not want to associate with people who associate with Sandoval and Sheena is respecting that and it's going to be very difficult for Sheena in her relationship if Brock doesn't stay on that same page so there is no unless Ariana has changed her mind or something that there's no room for it and I think there was no reason for him to even consider it because that would be really strain, strain, strenuous on his relationship with Sheena. All right. So we're keeping our eye on Brock. Yeah, I'm keeping my eye. I'm not saying that is just my feeling that I had listening to the podcast. I was like, yeah, I don't know. No, yep. You, well, I am not. A, I am not. I even said to Pia, I was like, is it bad that I'm a little comforted or almost <laughs> like like I'm I'm more comfortable with Brock being that guy than I am with the Brock we got this season. Yeah. Just cuz it was such a stark contrast. Okay, so my sister's been my sister had never rewatched Vanderpump Rules mm-hmm. and I was like, "Wait, cuz she's such a big Vanderpump Rules fan." So she's been she went back from se- to season 1 episode 1 and has been watching all the way through. Yeah. So I get blessed sometimes because she's watching it in the living room and I just get to pop in like what, wherever she is on her journey. Right. And so she got to last season. Mm-hmm. First of all, crazy to see how much Tom has aged in just one season. That's nuts. Yeah. But seeing Brock again. Like every time I pop in and I get a Brock scene, I'm like, God, he was awful. So the stark contrast that we got this season was like jarring Mm -hmm. because I had such feelings about him last season. And then this season, I'm like, well, was it all, was I just totally wrong? Yeah. But then to hear that there's glimmers of that popping back in, even just him chiming in when he shouldn't. Yeah, I mean, I would the only, and I did tell you this in one of the voice notes. I will say the only time that I thought that I was like, okay, good on you, Brock, in that whole um, podcast was at the toward the end of it when um, they were talking about like Sheena not being at the finale because she had COVID. And Sheena being very happy yeah. that she was like, I'm actually so happy that I didn't have the opportunity to go because I like, you know, at that time, obviously I was very team Raquel. So, and then he, he chimed in. He was like, honestly, we would have been on her side. Yep. We were very blindly loyal to her. We would have been on her, her complete side in that Sheena and Sheena. Cause at first she was trying to like, be like, I mean, I wouldn't, but I would. And Brock did was he, he was, he was being really he honest. Was honest. He, was, he was like, we would have been. Because that's, that's where we were. We were, at that time, team 
team Raquel, no matter what. He was like, I could totally see us being on the wrong side of history on that one. And that was a bad scene to be on the wrong side of history. I know. So. And that's why they are grateful they didn't. Because yeah. that would have been probably harder for Sheena to come back from. Mm-hmm. Talking to Terry like that. Yeah. I don't think she would have talked to Terry like that, but I think she would have been trying to reason with Terry and it would have been uncomfortable. Exactly. Exactly. She wouldn't, yeah, she wouldn't have been talking to, like, like Tom was. Yeah. But like, she I still like would have been she, like, I feel like she, Terry, yeah. Katie told me, though, in Vegas that yeah, she was, yeah. and then she would have done that shit. And yeah. Terry would have been like, Sheena. Yeah. No. Yeah, you don't okay. want to be anywhere near what happened to, on that fake finale. Yeah. No, 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 no. Um, okay. Did you see the deleted scene or the never before scene that I posted in my stories by yeah. chance? Okay. Yes, so I if did. anyone, if anyone missed that, I'm going to, I'll play it for you guys right now. It was one of the never before scenes. And I truly, truly cannot believe this was like epitome of, of narcissism. <laughs> Textbook, like study this man, make him the prototype. For narcissism. It was unbelievable. Let me find it. Sorry, one second. I thought I had it pulled up, but apparently I don't. Um, I just couldn't believe it's and the it, gall. It, and I it, need to stop being surprised, I guess. I mean, it's how can you it, it it's because you just don't think that people can get any worse, like when you've seen them at their worst, and then they do, and it's it is surprising. It's like I didn't even know there was another level of worse, and there well, is. It, yeah. So this is the scene with Tom and, and Raquel. This was the one of the scenes, the, one of the cuts that didn't make it. I just went by my house, and it's like my driveway is, like, all blocked off. Why? Because so many people are visiting Ariana? Yeah. That's good that she has support. But I was also, like, kind of annoyed because I was never allowed to have parties at our house. She, like, fought with me on, like, having people over on my birthday. I, I want to know in what world that you can compare her being like, I don't want to have a huge house party at my at our at our home <laughs> for people coming to her to their house to help her get over the loss, to help her grieve after something you did to her. Like, <laughs> talk about your fucking birthday. Are you serious right now? Get the fuck out of here. Like he he really did that. And I, I, you know what? I think he was probably really scared that 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 they were going to air that. And I I think you're right. I did say last week that I thought it might be the short scene that he wanted to re- reshoot. It was definitely the obviously now that I'm thinking about it, it was definitely the Raquel in his scene because that scene was really weird. But like now, see even seeing that shit, like he, like, had, oh, he did man, so much. I couldn't like, even have a birthday party, and now she gets to have all these people over to comfort her. And that's going to play, let, let's remember this, this this scene that we're just now seeing that was uh, deleted or whatever, never before seen, because it's going to play in a lie that Ariana calls him out on during this reunion. Oh, is it? Yes, because it, I'll just say it right now. So he's saying he's annoyed that they, all these people are... Oh, oh house. yes, yes. Oh, exactly. Right. Okay. Yeah. So we'll yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Oh yeah. No, he. Okay. Okay. I'm so excited. Okay. Yeah, so. I know. There's so much fucking shit. I was like, I just texted Emily after watching it. Wow. Like I couldn't even. I couldn't wow. even say anything else. That's all she put was wow. wow. All right. The reunion. First thing I need to address. The fucking blazer. <laughs> 
I saw you post about that fucking blazer. <laughs> it was literally like when you get a DUI and you have to get dressed up nice for court to look presentable for the judge. It looked so absurd on her. Yeah. I mean, that and was blazers the are in. Blazers are in, but that was definitely not that the outfit one. that she was supposed to be wear to the court with Sheena that she never appeared for. That was her yeah, outfit. That, She's like, I'm yeah, going to still it, use it. It's like she got it at like the limited in like the 2010 or something. Yeah, it was and so blah, like gray. Like I, I like just work at it like office typing nonsensical yeah, yeah. shit. Like <laughs> it was, it was like she, it was so offensive. It was, and then she says, I'm preparing for the worst and hoping for the best. No, 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 what, no, 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 no. What do you, I, she's so. L- delusional what do you do you what did you think what is the best i need andy to follow up on that what do yeah. you think would be the best what's the best what's the best gonna be what, do what you, could the best be that's just it, one of those like stock pageant answers she's chock full of them chock full of them so there's that when it gets so they i really like the music too like in the very like in the trailer that they used mm-hmm. but it's it's almost like a horror movie where it's like you know? Yeah. But when they get to the one-on-one, I like when Andy's like, hey, Tom, how are you? It's, it's so, like, interviewee. It's so, like, yeah, major sit-down moment. Like, how you doing? I mean, I knew that they were going to all three of them have um, private interviews and stuff. But I don't know why I pictured it like they would all still be in the same outfits. <laughs> so, yeah. And, like, so it was clearly shot on a different day. So I'm, I'm assuming it was shot before. Yeah, one day before. Okay. One day before. And the the thing on the screen says, for Sandoval, it was one final chance to come clean, which is so funny because it's it's going to be incon- like this the Schwartz thing that he says yeah. is going to be mm-hmm. inconsistent. So it's so fucking ironic, right? Um, yeah. I liked Ariana's silver number. Yeah, I thought it was great because sometimes I don't love that type of um, same tra- translucent fabric because it's very hit or miss. If you have cheap, quality it's gonna look like not your skin color or just ashy or just like figure skater like and yeah no it's like it's interesting because I agree I'm usually like am I supposed to not see it do you want me to see it but it was like no no we want you to see it yeah but in a sexy way it was really really beautiful material so it was very it's tricky to do that she pulled it's it off very tr- you have to like you can't get cheap shit with that no. like because it, it it can come off costumey and cheap yep mm-hmm. no it looked really good it was and also like for such a close setting too it yeah. was surprisingly it surprisingly worked i was like, looking at it, it was like the seams it was great it was really yeah good. Her, i was staring at that stylist is i know she's, she's a stylist shouted her now. stylist at that stylist is Fucking she's nailing it. it. Like even her looks on the morning, the morning yes. circuit that she did after yes. Walking Live. I was like, Jesus! Like whoever's styling her is. I need just... to. I want to book that stylist. That stylist needs to book. Like needs to book it's all the time. So every outfit that she's had is so Perfect. appropriate for the, the occasion. White House. The White House Everything. correspondence dinner. Yeah. Oh my god! Like, it's Perfect. Chef's kiss. She's. She needs to. That's her stylist forever now. Like they've yeah. had they. That's yeah. her, she's her stylist muse. I feel like yeah. they have the like that's the relationship that's going to make them both like yeah. It's, that's like how perfect. Zendaya has with yes. her stylist. Like that's why I feel like Ariana's found her. Like when you find that person, it's beautiful. 
Because that the red dress, I mean, come on now. Like, it's just perfection. Yeah, it, it, it was – and I was wondering how she was going to sit in it, and it's completely fine. Like, so oh, yeah. She's like, and, hey, this is just a normal-ass dress. And it's flattering. Like, when she yeah. sits, it's also very flattering because, like, I was nervous for the cutouts and, like, you know, when you sit and then, like, sometimes certain folds happen and it becomes, like, a, not as cute. It, it's breathtaking. Breathtaking. Looks amazing. Um. Okay, Raquel's text to her. I don't even know what to say. And she texts her back, shut the fuck up, you fucking rat. And then blocked I, her. She felt it felt so jersey of her that text. I, like that re- It's very apropos that the rat thing is what she keeps saying, right? Yeah. It's very I love I loved it. And then she blocked her ass. Blocked her ass. She waited for the text. First she got the text. Yeah, she's then like, she I want to see her. what the fuck you have to say. That's it. Okay, bye, you fucking rat. <laughs> Block. Block. I feel like Dorinda. Block. <laughs> uh, okay, Tom. Tom says when they first hook up, to me, it's real murky because he he says, guys night at the Mondrian, the very next see you next Tuesday, they were it. filming. I'm like, why'd you even bring up guys night at the Mondrian then? So... What? Because something definitely happened because on that night. We'll tell you why you didn't bring it up there. Because that was literally right after Ariana's dog died. Yes, it was the same night. Like that was that night, right? Yeah, because, yeah, it was like, the same it was, night, like, or the next night, or something, right? I so, think it, I honestly think it was that night. Yeah, I think, I think he spent time with her first, and then he like went out. Okay, so that's I think that's why he's uh, leaving that out. Because why bring it up? Because then he says, the very, what? It has to be that night because you have to think about when Raquel left the girl's trip. She left the girl's trip the next day. Charlotte yeah. died the next day. So it was that night for sure. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted yeah. to make sure. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, yeah. Because then he says the very next scene. I mean, maybe he was just trying to give us the date, but no. The very next scene, next Tuesday, they were filming, but we weren't a part of it. Then a bunch of us went to the Abbey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was that night. And then I like Andy going, you had sex that night. And Tom's like, yes. He's like, that's right, Andy. Ask him. Make him say it. Yeah, because I feel Make like he's him- trying to do a thing where he's oh. not like, like he doesn't want to say the words that are going to piss us off. He's just like, yeah. he's trying to, he thought he was going to be alluding to things. No, we want to know. Uh-huh. He's not going to be alluding. No, no, you don't allude. You don't allude, sir. <laughs> Don't elude. Don't elude. Um, <laughs> Tom says that they were not together when they went glamping because they had their first hookup and took a break. <laughs> Tom, sweetheart. Tom, do you, you think, think first we're of all, so stupid? Do you, do you think that we're fucking stupid? Do you think that I believe that you just fucked Raquel? And that was Raquel. It. The way that you've been carrying on since the fucking guy's night. Oh, my God. You think that I think that that was the last of it? No, bitch. I'm an idiot. Yeah, he's like, we have, so let's really imagine what he thinks we're supposed to believe. We're supposed to believe 
By the way, stop calling it a one-night stand. It's not a one-night stand when then you became to have a relationship. A one-night stand is also, by the way, just like when you meet someone one time. Oh, right. True. And never, and never see them again. Yeah, this isn't a stranger. It's not That's a one-night one stand. stand. You know why? Because that person's in your fucking life. That's not a one-night All stand. All the time. So stop calling it that. But he only, he doesn't he doesn't know any terminology. He doesn't know what the fuck dipped out means. <laughs> he, he doesn't he, know terminology. He does, and that's the laughable thing. He knows what dipped out means. He knows yep. what the fucking one night stand is. So stop fucking saying these words wrong. You're being so obtuse, Tom. Intentionally. <laughs> so um, he says it picked up after Life Is Beautiful and before BravoCon. And I'm like, no, because we know that Raquel disappeared for four hours at the wedding. Yeah. Are we going to talk about that? That's, I mean, I'm sure that's going to get brought up, right? Okay, that's got to get brought up it at has some point. To. It has to, right? Because that doesn't make sense to me. It better. If it, that doesn't get fucking brought the fuck up, I'm going to burn it. Life, he's Bravo. like, life is beautiful was after filming. So I'm like, okay. So yeah, no. that's what, he, what he's trying to do is act as if everything we saw during the season had like just because they yes the one time during filming yes we did hook up but everything beyond that like everything that was happening during filming had nothing to do with this a uh, one night stand you know what i mean so we can we can all rest easy it was after we filmed so all the stuff i was saying on camera not a lie yeah it was a lie bitch it was a lie Andy, Andy asks him, he's like, so at BravoCon, you've got Ariana and Raquel in the audience. Like, did you, do you like get off on that? And Tom's like, no, Andy. Oh my God. When he, uh, when he reacts like that, he's lying. Yeah. I'm like, so yes. Yes. And you're sick when someone else asks you that point blank because you know it's true. Yeah. Like that's why you get all creeped out by yourself. You're creeped out by yourself. Sociopaths are very good at knowing what they're supposed to emote, which is why they get through life. Mm -hmm. So oh. he knows that the answer is, of course not. Yes. But that's not the answer. He, that's, he's a fucking sociopath, in my opinion. I'm not a medical doctor, no, but I that's feel, what he's, I feel. It's like narcissistic sociopath. Like To me, yeah. that is like textbook. Let's study him. Yeah. Um, Andy goes, how did you, how did things come to you cheating on your girlfriend of nine years with one of your closest friends? And Tom's like, Andy, Ariana and I weren't always honest. We had issues. Really making it seem like there were these huge underlying issues that no one knew about. That's really right. how he's presenting it. And that's kind of mm -hmm. how I keep waiting for it to drop. I keep waiting for it to be like, what's this huge thing you were covering up? Right. But it's all just kind of relationshipy stuff. And also, now that I've watched the, the Caller Daddy interview, it all was stuff that she they were working through and she was presenting solutions that he wouldn't give. Exactly. But then he would complain about it not changing. She's like, I don't know how many times I got to tell you. If you want to fuck me more, I got to spend time with you. And he'd be like, well, okay. And then he wouldn't do it. And then he'd complain again. So these are just don't act like that. Okay, dude. Yeah. He's he, what he's trying to make it seem like there was major issues. But it, like you said, it's just what after a couple being in a really long term relationship of nine years, it's things they're going to like anybody who's been married or in a long term relationship 
not every year is going to be your year. And you either work on it, like Ariana said in her, uh, in the Call Call Her Daddy podcast, or you break up. And he, the thing is, he's so controlling that he needed to make sure it was on his terms and the way he wanted it to be presented. And that is why they didn't break up. Like he, she was still useful for her, for him for a time until Raquel came along. And then he was like, oh, I can have this different life. And he had to figure out how to exit his old one. Mm-hmm. We put on a front when we were filming. Then he goes, I even talked to our showrunner. And they show this flashback. Now, look, this flashback would only have an impact on me if it had a date of like 2019, 2020 on it. Thank you. Thank you. I was going to say the same thing. That was my major note that I wanted to get across today. But like t- this is the same same season in which you were trying to push this narrative. So you talking to the showrunner being like, and by the way, talking in the middle of a scene, like I'm trying to, or in the middle of a, like whatever they were filming, he's like, I'm trying to make sure we get some, some footage of me talking to Ariana about how bad our relationship is. Okay. So that's me, how like, I make sure we that. capture that. That is, thank you, Emily. I knew you would catch that too, because that, I think that to the, it's very easy to like see that and be like, oh, well, he was, you know, talking to producers about that. So his his story is aligning. It's not. He we've seen through the whole season. He has been producing this narrative to try to make it seem like the relationship is bad. So he could ultimately break up with her off camera and then be with Raquel and we would all accept it. So it actually makes perfect sense to me that he would be telling producers this behind the scenes to because he has to make sure that they're putting in this stuff in the season because they don't know like they film so many things they have he has no idea what they're putting in and he needs to make sure that they like they're catching on like this is a part of my storyline me and ariana having issues and that they exactly so he's planting seeds guys yeah and emily's completely correct if it was any other date besides 2022 then I would. Be then like, I'd be like, oh, oh. all right, but no. And then he goes, it just wasn't fair. I didn't think it was fair to the rest of the cast. Suddenly, it's not fair to the rest of the cast when it's not convenient to you. Suddenly, it's not fair to the rest of the cast. You've been doing this for all these seasons, and suddenly, just coincidentally, the season where you're fucking Raquel, it's not convenient to the rest of the cast. No, that's and then Ariana. Her therapy is so strong. I need the number to her therapist, to be honest, because she says she was like, I've always been honest from my perspective. So and that's there's it's true when I think about it. It's like she's never really shied away, but she was being coached by Tom on how to maneuver. Right. And how to protect him. Yeah. But she's like, he will throw anything at the wall right now, hoping that it will stick because he has to, because he's, and she says, because he's the one who used to tell me and he's, he coached me on this the same way he's coaching Rachel, which was so telling. Like, I bet they, I bet they got together. When they flash back to Miami girl, to the way like they defended against Miami girl, I was like, oof, this was a lot. Like they were willing to really, really like, she stood up for him with that, which was a big thing to ask of her. Yeah. Right? I, like, I, that's a big I, thing I'm, to I'm ask. really thinking, because we just recapped that season, and now that we have confirmation that Ariana knew the whole time, it's just like, I, I think it was in 
I feel like he kind of pulled a Jax. Like, you know how when they were, when Sandoval and um, Schwartz were going to tell on Jax about um, him hooking up with a girl in Vegas when his girl got them the stuff. And then he started talking to her on the phone. Like, remember when I told you? I feel like that is when Sandoval, when they had that break, when he first left the bar and Ariana went and they had that few hour break. I feel like he said everything. He was like, we have to like be united front. And they came back and she was so like, no. Like, I feel like that is the moment where the coachings began for their. Oh, for them. shit. That's like, I feel like that's what he did. And she had to lie so many times, like with the scene with Sheena. A she lie a and, lot. And it's so funny because she lied so much about Miami Girl that I truly don't even think Sheena knew that she knew until this happened. Like, I think Sandoval told yeah. Sheena in that last scene in the finale. Agreed. Like, that's how loyal she was. She didn't tell anybody. Anyone. That's crazy. She kept that to the chest. For him. Andy asks Tom how he's, how do you feel about seeing everyone? And he's like, I feel good. I feel <laughs> nervous. I'm like, don't you dare. I, don't you dare cry. I was so happy to have had James Kennedy in that moment because I, I when he started doing that, I was literally screaming at the TV, oh, fuck off. And then James literally started doing that. And I was like, thank you guys for shutting it down right away. We're not going to have this. This is so rehearsed. And I don't know if anybody noticed, he did get some real tears going because yeah. he, he worked on it. However, as soon as they really reamed into him, Gone. Uh, the, those tears really sucked back into his fucking head, didn't they? Yeah, he can pull <laughs> he can pull out fake tears. He's so he's so skilled at this. This is a skilled liar, skilled cover upper. Support for today's episode comes from One Skin, and I've been eyeing this company for a while because they're all about not just reducing the visible signs of aging, but the root causes of aging. They were founded by a team of four female PhD level longevity scientists with over 15 years of experience. They got an essential face moisturizer, eye topical supplement to firm and a topical body supplement to keep your body moisturized so skin doesn't just look younger and healthier, but it functions like younger and healthier skin. But how, you may ask? I'm about to sound real smart. OneSkin's products are formulated with their OSO1 peptide as the primary active ingredient to support the skin's ability to resist the effects of intrinsic and extrinsic aging factors. Huh? Their flagship product, OSO1 Face, is clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier and improve key skin health markers, meaning signs of aging are significantly diminished. Thank God. For a limited time, our listeners can get 15% off OneSkin with our code, SheSpeaks at OneSkin.co. Now, I'm so bummed because I got a chemical peel two days ago now. So I can't use any new products on my face until I'm done peeling. But clearly, you can tell I care a lot about my skin. So I didn't get this product until after I got my chemical peel. So I can't use it on my face yet. So what's caught my eye about this company is when they say root causes of aging. 
I'm like, you mean I can go back in time and change my life decisions? No? Oh, something different? Okay. Because most skincare available on the market is designed to provide a temporary reduction in visible signs of aging, addressing just like the surface symptoms, right, of an underlying decline in skin health. I'm going to sound smart again. They were able to leverage their in-house cutting-edge R&D platform and were able to measure the efficacy of age reversal molecules in the lab. I just said a lot of big words. By staining skin samples in the lab and analyzing changes to the skin's genetic data before and after exposure to the OS01 peptide, one skin scientist found that the OS01 peptide reverses skin's biological age by reducing the number of senescent cells by up to 50%. I'm about to look 25. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. One Skin addresses skin health at the molecular level, targeting the root causes of aging, so skin behaves, feels, and appears younger. It's time to get started with your new face, eye, and body routine at a discounted rate today. Get 15% off with the code she speaks at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code she speaks. We only have one body one skin, and only you can choose to make it better. Age healthy with one skin. All right, so it's reunion time. They're all coming in. And Lisa does what she always does. She does this kind of stock motherly thing where she's like, I love each one of you. Don't forget the truth is going to come out. And I I was like, I'm already done with you. <laughs> I'm already fucking. You, what, what do you know? Why are you even here? Honestly, given her performance through this entire first part, we didn't need her there. She was actually getting in my way. She's doing a disservice to herself. Yeah, she's she is doing a disservice to herself. She's doing a disservice to Ariana and everyone sitting there really wanting Tom to be tell the truth and be accountable cuz anytime he is about to say anything, she like jumps in like a fucking life preserver and it's annoying. Yeah, it's she's showing her. Tr this is I am not shocked by this at all, but this is like Lisa 101. She is a nasty man defender. Yeah. And so I was like, girl, I, we talked about this. Mm -hmm. She's doing a disservice to her businesses as well. Like she yeah. thinks she's preserving her businesses by standing up for him and protecting him. But it's making her look worse. Yeah. So it's making me want to boycott all her businesses. Because it, I mean, like, I you defend same. Tom. Yeah, because honestly, it's. The thing is, when Lisa got into business with the Toms, it is not like she didn't know their, what, they, what they were capable of. So it's not like, well, she didn't know. Like, she did. Tom has cheated before. Schwartz has cheated before. And it's not even about the cheating. They, they've, just shown, they've just shown in the past that they ha have poor decision-making and, like, are a liability. Yeah, dude. So I'm not going to feel sorry for her in this moment about her also capitalizing on the pop popularity of the their duo friendship situation because that's what she did. That's why that's why she named the bar after them and gave them some percentage because Schwartz had no like no uh what's the word I'm looking for? Um experience? Yes, experience in in that industry to even be able to get the opportunity that he got. He simply got the opportunity because it was beneficial for her. They were very popular at the time and that she, she, she knew she could, and it worked and she was right. 
yep. until until now. And it's such a perfect lesson. It's like don't don't just don't just use some don't just use their namesake because they're kind of cute and popular right now. Yeah, because Bet, it's betting on the wrong people. Yeah, and it's and the thing is, you know, and we've talked about this and we've disagreed about it. I'm a huge Lisa Vanderpump fan, and it's and it's not because I think that she is a perfect person. Like I just thought she played the game really well on Beverly Hills, and she was one of my favorite villains. Um, but it is getting, and I even back when she was being, um, her and Kristen would be getting into it. I that I would always be like, I don't understand why she is so hard on Kristen and not and like I get it. Kristen's like you know, yeah, crazy, but like. Jax does the same kind of shit too, and he never oh, gets yeah. this. And that I that did always bother me, but you know, I was like, whatever. And but it's getting to a point for me, and especially during this whole thing where it's just getting unbearable. Like I am like I I I I feel like she's losing a lot of people who we ride for her. Like we like right? Queen, Queen Lisa, like. Some of my friends too were all like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> it's like, Lisa, you're do you're making it worse. Like, I've excused some of this fucking behavior just because of I'm like, whatever, it's TV, da 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 da. It's getting gross. I and then she doubled down. She posts posts the yeah. clip on her Instagram. Like, D- I you know I I don't condone what he did, but dangerous is the wrong word. I'm like, oh, it wasn't. First of all, stop that post. Really irritated me because she's trying to make it make it a fact, and it's not a fucking fact, Lisa. No, it's a fact. He is dangerous. Yeah, it is a fact that he's dangerous. And what you're harping on is you're making it seem like Lala saying that he's gonna go murder people. No one's saying he's going to murder anybody, but it is dangerous. You're not taking into consideration the fact that you can be emotionally abusive. And that is what he's been doing. That's what he's done during the relationship with Ariana. And what he even is, he turned up the, the, the volume on what, of how abusive he was after he got nastier. Are you not watching the show? Hey, Lisa, pay attention, please. (laughs) Yes. Like. Oh, like I'm 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 so happy that these people are adults now and they're not so easily like, you know, intimidated by Lisa. And I love it. And they're standing. All of them have been standing up to her this entire reunion. And I'm really proud of them. Me, too. They're like, Lisa, you actually don't sign our checks anymore. They can't lose us from this show, even though, you know, you slap you slapped your name on it. But yeah, lose James, lose Lala. Yeah. No, not but gonna happen. I honestly would like Lisa to not have been there because I, the thing is, and I shouldn't even have to be like a warrior for Ariana or whatever. She could just sit there and observe. Like if anything, like I would accept that as well. Like just stop chiming in because I've noticed every time she chimes in for uh, Sandoval or Schwartz, then they piggyback off yes. of her. And it's like they get a surge of power exactly. from that. And it's enabling is what you're doing. And that is so what she does in every way. Um, all right, Andy does the intro. And he's like, we are minus Raquel, who legally can't be in the same room as Sheena, blah, 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 blah. And then they cut over to the trailer, and it's like 100 yards from Sheena in her stupid face in the stupid trailer. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. <sighs> like, 
again, anybody who thinks that Raquel is not capable, like it, that she needs to be protected because Sandoval is such a predator and da 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 da, like just take a look at how her she's reacting to this entire first part. Mm-hmm. It's chilling to me. So cold. Oh yeah, so cold. Lisa's like, I'm, you know, I'm normally not excited for reunions, but I think this reunion is much needed. Okay, Lisa, thank you very much. You don't even get it. <laughs> um, Andy goes to Schwartz. Wow, Schwartz, this is the first reunion you haven't sat next to Katie. And Schwartz is like, wow, yeah, I didn't even notice that. And James goes to Lala, hadn't even crossed his mind, had it. And they, the two of them delivered exactly what we wanted them to. Yeah. The two of them at the end just laughing and giggling and being and giving us the commentary we needed. Exactly yeah. what they needed to do. I, I write like they're what we need in this tense mm-hmm. situation. Like, yeah. God, like you need to have a James and Lala in your arsenal if mm-hmm. some shit goes down. They're reminding me of the two Muppets that sit. Oh, that's exactly what they're reminding me of. <laughs> the two Muppets just sitting in that, just heckle, little, just heckling everyone like, boo. So good too. Boo. Shame. Yeah, Sh- Schwartz tries to lie though and pull his typical Schwartzy lip service and he's and he's like, you know, Katie and I have worked really hard on our post-divorce relationship, but Katie's like, uh, no. And he's like, okay, well, I think we have. And she- she's like, no, I'm not going to let you do what you always do, which is lie yeah. <laughs> and, and try to look like the good guy. We have not worked on our post-divorce relationship because I've cut you off. Yeah. Because you are an asshole. Okay? Yeah. Cool. Period. Thank you. Bye-bye. Uh, so they start with the affair package. Like They start right out. Mm-hmm. And they keep cutting over to Raquel, who's watching it from the, tra- the trailer. This bitch is watching this monitor like it is her own daytime TV talk show. She's enjoying it like she is us watching it. Like she's straight up enjoying it. She's watching it like I'm watching, the- watching it right now on the couch. It's insane. Like this is your life. I, I don't think she re- is regis- registering... So- the what she's done and what she's done impacted her how she's impacted her life right now i am not in any way in any way excusing this but now i am starting to lean towards her having a bit of a neurodivergence mm. because i am like i don't fully think she's like this does something feels like cognitively not quite grasping it i've had enough people come into my dms and explain it in a way that's not like I'm not excusing what she did, but they're pointing out the signs of it, like her lack of ability to see socially the impact of things. Because then my follow-up question has been, where does like autism, let's say, because that's what they're calling it. Let's say, where does autism end and like sociopathy begin? Because in Mm. my opinion, there's like, and I guess there's actually psychological studies where sociopathy and autism can often be misdiagnosed. Interesting. Yeah, because the 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 lack of social awareness or something. So I know. So uh, it's kind of goes into what we said before, though, about how Raquel would join a cult and like become one of those devout followers that would like commit crimes on behalf of the cult. Yeah, she's sort of a prime target. And I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people who joined cults and got like sucked into them had some type of maybe neurodivergence wherein they couldn't maybe because a lot of people function totally normal and totally fine. Like mm-hmm. my my godson is he he may even grow out of it, but he was diagnosed on the spectrum and he's totally fine. But like 
not, okay, I'm trying to, I'm trying to basically say, because I have a hard time saying this, it's not excusing her and it's not saying that anyone on the spectrum would do what she did. Right. Because that was, I like kind of battled people for a while. I'm like, so wait, are you telling me? I was like, this is an insult to people on the spectrum. Yeah. To say that that's what's happening. Right. But watching the way she doesn't compute it, I'm like, okay, I kind of can see it. Right. Okay. Because it does seem like this person truly is not grasping reality. What else do you call this? Yeah, there's something, I mean, whatever it is, there's something, there is something there. Like, I again, like I, don't, I don't know what it is, but it's just very, this is not, I know everyone reacts to things differently and I understand yeah. that, but... And then when it's you think just, back, when you just, think back to when like she was with James and people would come forward and tell her about how like she like they cheated you know with James like he fucked me when you were like in the other room and the way she would like process it, mm-hmm. it's like it, I'm like okay okay take because if I if I only think about it in this context I can't see it yeah because I'm too mad about it but if I can go back and think about like other times that I'm not so impacted by I'm like. All right. I mean, that's true. We've all been saying she's like a robot. She's always like rebooting and stuff like that. It's it's very much a part of her personality when she speaks. She mm-hmm. needs to rehearse things. She needs to write lines out. Like we've been told. Like on remember podcasts. when she remember when she said um uh the line when she came out in that like frilly number the mm-hmm. tw- and she was like, I know what you're thinking. You're like, who's this beauty queen who's just trying to get on the show? And she, I don't think she meant to sound like she was saying. I'm this beauty queen. I think she was trying to like explain what their narrative was, but then she got eaten alive for saying, Oh, I'm just this beauty queen. Like those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. like, fine, I'll give it to you. Cause otherwise I don't know what else to call this. Yeah. Cause it's, 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 I, I was really expecting to see some like something like out anger, crying, something it was just so like her. I felt like she she was not watching people talk about her. It was yeah. it was like an it was it was again. It felt like she was just we were watching a, a Bravo viewer watch get get to watch some uncut footage. Yeah, that's yeah. what it felt like. I was like, you know, they're talking about you, right? Yes, <laughs> you're part of it. Like, what is going on? Yeah. So Andy opens it up to Tom. And he's like, do you have something to say to the group? And he literally, he's like, I just want to say, like, he revs up again. And like we said, James, like, pull yourself together, man. <laughs> pull yourself together. Life. Yes. And Ariana joins right. And she's like, you're not a victim. This sad, sad act is fucking bullshit. And I said, oh, yes. I, I love that they set the tone. They set the tone. They're like, listen. You're, we're not about to come up in here and act all sad now so you can, like, you have a whole thing rehearsed on how you're going to win back the audience. We're not doing it. If we're going to talk, we're going to talk for real. Period. That's why I fucking came here. Okay. And we're, we're not none of us, and none it. of us are going to allow you to do it. So Schwartz, and Schwartz is like, he can't even chime in because he already knows. He's two against one, except for, I guess, three because fucking Lisa keeps trying to throw in preservers every fucking goddamn minute. And also, like, the nerve of this man, okay, we know for a fact that he's been treating Ariana like shit, and now he's like, 
thank you guys trying to be like then he, so he start, tries to start back up again and James is like <laughs> <laughs> I know <laughs> so good but Aunt, but Lisa's like James oh. and Andy's like come on dude okay here's the thing and I'm, he's like alright fine fine I won't and so he has the nerve to be like I just want to thank you guys I just want to thank everyone for being there for Ariana and that's where I say then going back to the uncut footage or the or the never before seen when he's complaining to Raquel uh-huh. about all the people at their house who are there to help Ariana through this time. So then why were you annoyed? That's it's exactly not, it. I'm confused. So were you annoyed or are you, are you thankful? Happy? Lying. Lying. You're, you're, you're thankful now in your rehearsed fucking speech that you went over with your publicist because you, you've, you've been coming off like a goddamn dickhead because you are one. Mm-hmm. So, mm, no, 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 I don't think so. No, we're not going to do that. Okay, bye. Thank you. And he's like, no matter what was going on in our relationship, she didn't deserve to have that happen. And Ariana says, nothing happened. You did it. Yep. Thank you. Because it wasn't like a, a like a tragic weather accident that killed somebody, dude. No. Yeah, you made just, conscious decisions. Exactly. His dick didn't just fall into her vagina. He made the decision to have a seven-month-long, in my opinion, probably longer affair. Mm-hmm. As he finishes up the apology, though, they don't even show his face. They just The camera just stays stuck on James. And then he looks at Lala when he's done. He's like, mm, that didn't hit for me. <laughs> God, and Lala goes, Lala goes, I didn't even listen. <laughs> Love it. Andy goes, Ariana, what have the conversations been like between you? And she says, it has been 100% victim blaming the whole time. So this apology is fucking bullshit. So Andy asks Sandoval if they are still living in the house together. And Tom goes, on and off, yeah. And this is the part, this this next part is something that was only in the Peacock cut. So FYI to anybody who didn't see that, this next little section is just the Peacock exclusive. Uh, Andy asks Ariana, how's that been for you? And Ariana goes, it's not been great. We have liaisons and go-betweens and people to let me know. Which, by the way, in the beginning, he refused to let anyone know when he would be coming and going. And he would come and go unannounced, which was very re-traumatizing for me. So, hi, Tom, trying to be like, I just want to thank everyone for being there for her. Shut the fuck up. No, you're not going to play that game now because you've actually been a complete asshole this whole time, which is crazy considering what you've done. Yeah. And then then she goes, and then come in and yell at everybody who was there to support me. And finally, now he has agreed to let his assistant know when and where he will be so I can try to avoid him at all costs. Yeah, Tom. She had, a, she had a fight for basic human decency from this fucking man. He's a fucking piece of shit, guys. Ugh. Please so, stop supporting that man. Andy asks Lala if it's a good idea for them to be living in the same home. And this is when Lala says, he is Randall Emmett. I couldn't get Randall to stay home. And then when shit hit the fan, I couldn't get him to get the fuck out of the house. That is such a great perspective yeah. on it. At first, I when I will when I first first saw the clip because I've seen this clip a million times now because I couldn't even believe it. I was like, when she said Randall, I was like, okay, is she pr- gonna project? Like that was my initial like feeling when she was starting. Which me you too, know. me too. But then when she brought it home, I was like, that is a really good reason to compare 
him to Randall because that is what happened and that is what narcissists do. Um, so I thought that I actually thought that was an appropriate comparison. Mm-hmm. Everyone needs to be warned about this person. This is a dangerous human being. And here comes Lisa. Lala, that's actually a ridiculous stance to say that Sandoval is a dangerous person. And Lala goes, I didn't ask for anybody else's opinion. And Lisa's like, oh, oh, well, you have my opinion. She's thinking like that's going to get her. And Lala goes, well, that's great. I reject it. <laughs> oh, God, it was so good. Lisa thinks she's dealing with these kids from 10 years ago who were broke and just really suckling at her teat. They don't need you anymore. You don't even control if they're on the show, like you mentioned, Emily. You're just mm-hmm. you're just like the boss and name only. Mm-hmm. No power. No so power. Shut the fuck up. And I've never been this like upset with Lisa in my life. Yeah. So shush. Like, Lala's like, like, like he was sleeping next to her. This is his life partner. If he can do that to her, and Lisa goes, a lot of other people have done that before, and they're not dangerous people. Keep digging your grave, girl. Yeah. Keep digging it. And yeah. Tom goes, Lala, for you to judge my character, get in the back of the line where you belong. <laughs> okay. And See, Lala goes, what- Lala's like, shut the fuck up. And then here comes Lisa. Lala, calm down. Girl, don't be backing him up. But the thing is, every time Lisa does that, that gives Tom permission. Exactly. To come in and like then come at Lala. He's like, okay, great. Now that Lisa said it, gives me validation to be like, you are the last person that can be able to say this. He, li- when she does, and that's what we're, that's what they're all trying to tell her. Like, every time you do that, that gives them permission to come in and feel justified in, like, say, in, in, in contradicting with it, what has just been said. Exactly. So shut up, Lisa. Shut the fuck up. Like, she's trying to do like her typical referee reunion shit, too, that she's always done, where she's like, we're 10 hours we're here, you know, like, calm down. And Lala's like, and we're ready to go. Yeah, like, okay. we know how long we're going to be here. It's not my first fucking rodeo. Yeah, thank you very much. And it's going to be like this for the whole mm-hmm. 10 hours. So buckle up, baby. Okay. Andy asks Ariana, um, you talked this year about how you and Sandoval weren't spending much time together. Do you think that caused a divide in the relationship? Ariana goes, no, I think him fucking other people put a divide in the relationship. And then Lisa goes, well, other people is very different than Raquel. And Ariana is, she's like, oh, he's fucked more people than Raquel. Like she's, Ariana's like, we're not doing, Lisa, what are you doing? Yeah, it's why are you doing this? Minimize, like Lisa. It feels like Lisa. I'm sorry. It feels like she's trying to minimize what's going on here. She's trying to make it seem like it's just a trivial, like a fit, like uh, cheating. And it's and she's acting as if it's not layered and it's not. And also, here's something I would like to point out, Lisa. You you're clear. This is proof that you're clearly not as close with Ariana as you want to say you are for the cameras because Mm -hmm. you don't actually know what's been happening. Right. You know, you're not privy to all this information. Yeah, which is why I said last week, I did not need those scenes at Lisa Vanderpump's house. She just wanted to be in the mix. She yeah. she had nothing really to to contribute. And she just wanted to capitalize off of what was going on. And she didn't want to be excluded because it's her show. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you're right. Like, she doesn't know what... She's, there's been so many times in this uh, whole 
uh, first part that Lisa's like, what? Like, she doesn't know anything. I'm like, it's on the fucking internet. Like, why don't you know? Yes. Like, it's like, first of all, you should know because they're supposed to be people that you are in your circle in your life. So why don't you know? And also, like, you ain't been keeping up for your own business sake of what's going on on the fucking internet. It's all on the internet. It's yeah. everywhere. Yep. And then she goes, Ariana goes, that fucking fucker is at fault because he's the one who made these choices. And this next section is another Peacock exclusive part. Andy says to Sandoval, what do you think caused the demise of your relationship? And Tom says, I think that slowly over time, our communication, our connection just slowly dissipated. And then Andy goes to Ariana, has he discussed those things with you at any point? And Ariana's like, yes, you know, of course, you know, for the nine years we've had some conversations, yes. Um, and Andy goes, we saw a couple conversations that you and Tom had in the later episodes. And Andy or Ariana cuts him off and goes, after he was fucking other people. And Andy gets like uncomfortable because he's like, well, before we knew, Ariana's like, uh-huh, before I knew, he's not used to her being this sassy. And I like that it's jarring him a little bit. Yeah, because we're I not, do. Because we, it, it, it is important. I'm, I'm so happy that Ariana came in at this part of the segment very like matter of fact because it's important to lay the foundation early, right? Before things get too far down, you know, in, in this reunion. Because, it's important to know, like, for those who are just tuning in or for the first time, that he was fucking someone else during all of these times. Like, we have to, we need to be reminded of that. So, like, to ask that question without the context is exactly. a completely different question. Yeah. He did that when he was already fucking someone else. So it was absolutely calculated and not with the intention of fixing a problem. Yeah. That's like, not that's, the that's same a thing. very important aspect to that question. Okay. And Andy goes, Tom told you that he felt like his presence annoyed you, that you belittle him in front of other people, that you enjoy hanging out with your friends more than you liked hanging out with him. Had he discussed those things with you at any point or was that? And she cuts him off and says, yeah, the night before uh, when he was screaming at me for 45 minutes straight off camera. Yes. <laughs> OK, Tom. Interesting. Let's let's unpack that for a second. So the night before they had the sit down conversation on camera, he had already been screaming at her for 45 minutes about the same problems. So imagine her. Imagine how she felt when he started to do it again, like a repeat for the cameras. Yeah. Yeah. Like that must have. She's like, OK, so. All right. Got it. Like, we're doing this again. And she still did it. She was still wanting to have the conversation. And that really, it really, really, like, drills the point home where when he gets mad in that conversation. Like, well, you just, are you going to disagree with everything I say? Yeah. It's like, he's like, I keep trying to get you to say what I want you to say. Last night I tried to, like, prep you for this. Now this, now yeah. this conversation, you're not getting it. And she's just like, wow. The way this man has mistreated her is unreal. Yeah. So Andy goes to our, this now this part was in the regular one. So Andy says to Ariana, Tom discussed that you were having intimacy issues. And Ariana goes, that's not true. We had been intimate. We had and then I like that they cut over to Raquel. Whether or not this was really her response, but she had this look on her face like, wait, what? Yeah, because I'm sure he was like, I'm not having sex with her. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 
Uh, but then makes it clear that it does. She's like, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, whatever you're trying to do here, Andy, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> I love that she's like, listen to like Andy. Yeah. yeah like, cut this shit. It doesn't matter because going through ins and outs of a relationship is fucking pointless. It's victim blaming is what it is. It's disgusting. She's screaming this and then James starts like agreeing too. So like they're both kind of like yelling over each other and he's like, it is. It's pointless. It's pointless. Yeah. Like James just has the girls backs and I'm yeah. like, all about it yeah. but then of course Schwartz Schwartz comes in and he's like guys I mean look there's no excusing what they did but like this is like therapy Ariana's like no it's not it is not like therapy and then Andy gets a little scared he's like he's like I'm he's like he's the one who did it he's like I'm trying to get to the state of your relationship and Ariana is like she kind of realizes this is her boss she's like that's fine but then she goes but the state of our relationship is this so I was like, oh, God, Ariana is so good. Quick. She's quick. I'm I'm just really happy she was like in she really prepped herself to be able to do this because yeah. it, it's like Kristen did not have a chance when it was no, her, when, no. when she like when it was it when she didn't have the support either. So Kristen's watching this going like, yes, that's how you do it. Yeah. She's like, this is what I wanted. And I'm this happy is that how this is happening. You do it. Yeah, she's like, I don't even care that I didn't get this. I'm just so happy that he's finally getting it. Like he is finally getting that ass beaten. Mm-hmm. Like, like, ooh. Andy asked if anyone knew there were issues in the relationship, and Sheena said she specifically sat down with Ariana, and she's like, it's not like she told me that things were good, and they actually had been very intimate recently. And Tom has nothing to say about that. Yeah, because it's true. He can't like like you're li- you've been lying. Yes, sure. Were they probably having sex every fucking day? No, they're also in their thirties. He's a forty year old man. Like, sorry, that's just not how. No one has the time for all that. Andy goes to Tom. When you started your relationship with Raquel, why not come clean to Ariana? And then James goes, and to your friends, do you remember who I am? <laughs> and then Tom goes. All mean. He goes, yeah, you're James fucking Kennedy. And I'm like, what does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? Yeah, what the hell was that? And and James goes, what's that to you? And Lisa interrupts because she's like, okay, okay, well, Ariana's more important than you. But Ariana's like, she goes, they were like brothers. And here comes Tom with the ultimate narcissistic thing that you can do where he – completely diminishes the state of his relationship with James in order to please his own narrative. Mm-hmm. And it the gaslights him. We were like brothers. I talked to you like once a month. And then Lala and Sheena just are like, what are you talking about, dude? You paid for Rachella. Like, what are you even saying? And James is like, you've been like a big bro, dude. And Tom goes, that's what you called me. Yeah. <gasps> You piece of shit. You're, and this is what he was doing to Sheena. Because remember, Sheena talked about mm-hmm. how he had to apologize for diminishing their friendship. So this mm-hmm. is clearly what he was doing to Sheena. You can just hear it. Now you can hear it. You can hear the, oh, this tone in yep. his voice. Yep. And and so James is like, oh, you're so fucking fake. You're an opportunist. And then Tom reminds him, you fucked Kristen to get on the show. And then James stands up. He's like, I was 21. And while this is happening, he repeats the line, you fucked her using my condoms. And I want to point out that he repeats that line because that line became kind of like an iconic line from the Mm -hmm. reunion that season, right? 
Yeah. And I feel like he repeated that just because he kind of goes in the narcissists will go in like a loop of their own arguments. Mm-hmm. So he like pulled that out. Like you fucked her using my condoms and now they're just in each other's faces. And Andy looks so ridiculous trying to hold back James. Like he's so tiny in comparison to yeah. James that it wasn't even he said, I was 21. I was 21. And then cut over to Rachel and she's like, oh no. She's enjoying it. She I I could see her being like, they're fighting over me. Like yeah. she she's really does enjoy attention. Even though she's not doesn't want to be with James anymore, she enjoys the attention because she thinks that's why James is upset. Mm. It's not about Raquel. It's about the demise of a James and um, Sandoval's friendship because James really felt like they were past all that stuff with Kristen. They weren't. And can we just please be reminded? James didn't know Sandoval that well. Sandoval, like, and him had just kind of met. So it wasn't some, like, long friendship. It was a friendship of convenience, if anything. And it was, see, James really didn't owe anything. It's not condoning what happened, but he's, it's, it's apples and oranges in, from this situation. And it, they moved past it, quite frankly, in my opinion. It's, it's so many years have gone by. Like you yeah. can't even you can't even use that now, Tom. It, it, You've not, been over it yourself. A, it's not a usable situation because they have literally gotten past it. So like, it's insane. Yes. If that if you if Tom was still that upset about what happened with Kristen and um, James, he would as to everyone's point in that room, he would never have gone drop ten thousand dollars on someone who's not your good friend. Who they're not Kim Kardashian like reality stars where they have. Billions of dollars. Yeah, dude. $10,000 $10, for them still hurts. He had to take a loan out from his mother's uh, uh, retirement fund to be able to fund the bar. He doesn't have that type of cash, That's guys. That's a good point. That's a good point. So that's ridiculous to say that they were not close. And it's and if they weren't close, that's ridiculous to spend that much money on someone you're not close with. Interesting, too, that when Andy gets James back in his seat, Tom then screams, I stuck up for you when no one would. And I'm like, well, I thought you weren't that tight. Which one is it? So another very typical narc thing to do. And then James is just yelling insults. He's like, your your band sucks dick anyway. You're a nobody. You're a loser. (laughs) And you backstabbing hoe. (laughs) And then Tom, I've never seen Tom's face like that. He's like, you get in my face again, I will fuck you up. And then James loses it. And then he's like, James, when Andy's trying to pull him away, James is like, I'm way more ripped than you. (laughs) (laughs) Andy sits him down, though. And James is so heated. He's like, he said it first, Andy. He looks like a little kid. But then he walked, but he's like, I'm going to go pee. And he's like, go pee, but stay in your seat. And then James turns around. And he's like, pussy ass bitch. And Andy's like, come on, James. But then he turns around again. And he goes, you're warm with a mustache. And Andy, everyone's like, OK, that was so good. That was hilarious. It was fucking funny. And I everyone felt like died. I saw fear on Tom's face. And I'm not saying this because I like don't like Tom or whatever. But I legitimately looked at Tom's face and he was like, I am not prepared to fight anybody today. Like for real. Like he's like, I just said it because I know that it can't happen and no one will let it happen but I'm not prepared to like fucking do it good so he good. was like shit he got closer than I ever thought he would <laughs> to my face and then fucking Tom's comeback he's like you've had the same haircut for years bro I'm like that's not an insult 
yeah, it's like he knew it's working for him. <laughs> it's not an insult. Like guys typically don't have like all these like your hair. You want to talk about your hair over? The, he's oh. no. First he goes, you call yourself an artist. You've had the same haircut for uh, honey. You're in a cover band. Yes, sweetheart. Like no, we don't need to like change our whole persona every three years. Yes, like you. exactly. Like, that doesn't make you. That doesn't make you interesting just, or an artist. It that just makes, makes you us know you don't know who a narcissist. you are, and you're still trying to find yourself. You fucking forty year old fucking freak. You yeah, bitch. get out of here, bitch. You're a bitch. Yeah. The the fire hydrant thing. What I don't know what that what? meant. What. That was so weak. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? So you piss on fire hydrants and then whatever. And this I, is James pissing on a fire hydrant. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, don't try and play with JK. Okay. I know. He's JK. like, he, <laughs> that worm with a mustache shook him to his shook fucking him. core. And then he, I feel like in his head this whole time, he's like, does everyone think I look like a worm? With yes. A mustache? Does yes. everyone think this fucking because mustache everyone is laughed. uncool? <laughs> everyone laughed. He's, he's like, was, that was the thing that hurt him the most out of anything that has been said. <laughs> he said, fuck. He said, I'm going to go shave my mustache real quick. That is, I truly believe that is why he shaved imagine his mustache. He on, imagine he on, comes back from break. <laughs> but I, I truly think that's why he shaved his mustache on Howie Mandel. I, I think that that really stuck with him. Like he thought about that for like in the, the rest of the reunion. When he walked out, he dreamt about it. Like that man said, no one liked the mustache this whole time. I thought it was fucking cool. Worm with the mustache. Everyone laughed. He's like, oh, no. He really, I think Schwartz laughed. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, it was he bad. heard it. He was like, whoa. <laughs> Damn. 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 But then Lala's like, she comes in. She goes, Sandoval, we've all fucked up. And then Sandoval starts to interrupt. And Ariana goes, shh. She shushes him in the best way I've ever seen a person shush. She's just like, shh, be quiet. It's like, it was like a violent shush. She's like, yeah, it was like, I, sh- I stopped talking. Yeah. <laughs> like, listen the it's fuck like, up. Shit. Yeah. Well, I was like, stop bringing things up from 500 years ago. This was your life partner, not a Kristen Doty, not living in a shithole apartment. And Tom's like, well, what does that have to do with James Kennedy? She goes, because you keep bringing up that he fucked Kristen Doty. Like, we live in the now. Stop pulling out the history books. Yeah. And then you hear, and you just hear a little, you just hear Katie go, keep up. <laughs> just, <laughs> just like the little, like, support they have over there. I know. Up. It's so good. He's like, sh- like, he already knows. He's sitting there like, this is really not, like, It's a nightmare away. for him. Nightmare. And because, like, Ariana's, like, try to grasp the point. And, like, they're just all, like, they're all backing each other up. Like, yeah. it's, like, the best feeling ever because it's, like, Lala has support. Katie has, everyone has, like, all the backup. I think, it, yeah, I think he's also shook because he's, re- like, he didn't realize how... Like they really did, they really did deserve that MTV award. How much they really came together. They're like, no, we will not allow him, both of them, to get away with it. And now that Katie's not with Schwartz and Ariana's yep. not with Tom, like that was really what, what the problem was because there was there was only so much they could like yep. go, be against their partners with. Yep. And now they're fr- free. They're free, and it's yep. so nice to be able so to true. have them be able to say whatever the. Fuck they want. It's so great. Amazing. Okay, hold up. Wait a minute. This week's sponsor, Wild Grain. I I have a real, true personal endorsement, a story to tell you guys. A few days ago, 
we had company coming over and Wild Grain sent me a box of their delicious pastries, pastas, and breads. And I haven't gone through it all. And we had this delicious loaf of sourdough still in there. So we had company coming over. I threw it in the oven. Y'all, we looked like the hostess with the mostesses because everyone walking in was like, what are you baking? What are you doing? We're like, oh, just bread. Just just baking some bread. Don't you don't you bake bread? You don't bake well, we do. We bake bread. Because the thing with wild grain, it's the first ever bake from frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. Baking from frozen is the key. Who who thinks ahead if you if I thought ahead and thought out something, well, that's that's the kind of planning I'm not doing. People were coming over in an hour and I was like, we could put bread in the oven. And we made it nice. And unlike your typical supermarket bread, wild grain uses a slower fermentation process so that it's easier on your belly. It's lower in sugar and it's rich in nutrients and antioxidants. So you have to eat it because it's good for you. Every item bakes from frozen in 25 minutes or less. And you'll, you don't run, run the risk of getting bored with wild grain. They're constantly adding new and seasonal limited time special items to try. Plus, for every new member, Wild Grain donates six meals to the Greater Boston Food Bank. So you can eat good and do good at the same time. All you have to do is sign up at wildgrain.com slash she speaks and choose which type of box you want to receive and how often. It's super easy to reschedule, skip, or cancel. Plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off your first box plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash she speaks to start your subscription. You heard me. Okay. Free croissants in every box plus $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash she speaks. That's wildgrain.com slash she speaks, or you can use promo code she speaks at checkout. Andy tries to ask Tom the question again that he was asking and James comes back in and interrupts. And then it cuts over to Raquel who laughs and goes, I want him to answer this question. I'm like, how is this the first time you're getting the answer to this question? Ugh. How do why is this enter? How is this news to you though, girl? Like, isn't this your man? Yeah. Isn't this your fucking man? So Andy begs James to sit in his seat and, James is like, all right, ugly fuck. And Andy's like, did you just call me an ugly fuck? He's like, no, you're handsome. <laughs> that, least- like, that made me, I think that was probably the hardest laugh that I had the entire, <laughs> the entire time. And it was, it was just so, you ugly fuck. Because it was, the timing of it did seem, as, I knew he was talking about Tom Zanibal, but it, it did seem like, it was just like, did she, and Andy's like, wait. And then Lisa goes, you will be in your dressing room. You won't be on stage. And James goes, I'm going to be, I'm going to get a timeout. (laughs) And then they can't help themselves. Like the girls start laughing. And then he goes, I'm going to get a spank bottom, Andy. Lisa, I get a spank bottom. And even Andy's like, I can't. And Lala goes, he likes it. Like, you can't get mad at this man, guys. Like, sorry, James is not, JK is not getting in trouble. That's not, that's not, that's not happening. That's not on today's agenda. He's like, no, he's like, I actually can say anything I want Mm -hmm. and it doesn't fucking matter. This is, I I have never been able to say anything I want. So Mm -hmm. like, try it, buddy. Try it, bitches. Nope. We're not playing. That's not how we do this anymore. Okay. That's not what this reunion is going to be. We're not going to be like, James, James, you're the problem. I'm not the fucking problem. They're the problem. Yeah. Okay. 
Tweedledee and Tweedledee. Little Dick. Little Dick. Okay, Andy asked Schwartz when he found out. Schwartz goes, he like prepares his answer. He goes, so, <laughs> starting in July, he started confiding in me. Like he starts, he like gets it out so fast. He's like, have this memorized, have this memorized. Anyways, around that time, I remember after the guy's night out, the next day, you confided in me that you confided in Raquel. <laughs> the same stuff that he'd been telling him about Ariana. Now, the fact that Tom told Schwartz, you know, I was talking to Raquel last night about all the issues I've been having with Ariana. That right there is asking for it. Yeah. You're asking to fuck. Ariana and I, she doesn't get me. She doesn't care about me. Blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is crossing so many lines already. Mm-hmm. And Ariana goes, when Charlotte's body wasn't even cold, by the way. And Katie goes, by confided in her, you mean put his penis in her? <laughs> Thanks, and Katie. I love, I need, we needed to be reminded of that. Yeah. And For, then, no, but, seriously, we did. Andy, Andy, like, gets, he's like, because, you know, getting Schwartz to say anything is, like, hard because he's so difficult to, like, stay on track. So yeah. Andy, like, tries to get Katie to stop. But she's like, just get to the point, dude. Like, answer the question. And at first, I, I understood, like, why, like, Andy wouldn't want to throw Schwartz off. But it actually was a good thing she did this because it did throw Schwartz off. And this is when he slips up and answers all fast. He's like, okay, late August, I met up with Tom and he broke it down for me. And that's when Tom's like, Late August. And I think because Katie threw him off. Yeah, absolutely. Katie threw him off for his little like Katie's been doing God's work. Okay. He's she's mm-hmm. been getting him to say everything, honestly. Like Yeah, dude. She's like, uh, I know what you're doing right now. You're like date, you're saying your little rehearse lines, but stop. Okay? When did you find out? And he's like, late August. <laughs> Tom's like what the fuck and he goes Schwartz goes yeah that's when you told me after the wedding and I love when they're like oh no did you guys not get your timeline right it's so good Lala like honestly everybody's timing has been immaculate immaculate chef's kiss yes oh no no did you guys not get your timing right your timeline oh no oops what are, you gonna, what are you gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna do? Why are you gonna get out of it now? What are you gonna do? I hope, I hope Raquel is watching so she knows what she's supposed to say now. And I love that. I loved that the one on ones were the day prior because Tom can't take back what he said because then they flash over to that and he's yeah. like, uh, I told him mid late January. I can't delete that, buddy. I think you it was so up. You're right. It was so smart of them to make sure that they did it because. He would be able to change. He would have mm-hmm. he'd be prepped to know what happened and be able yep. to change things to yep. to make him like he would. You would have had time to change things. Oh, yep. that was really good. Yeah. Andy asks Schwartz if the line like, "Oh, I think she has a crush on someone else," was about Sandoval. And Schwartz goes, "Yeah. Okay. Sick." Schwartz says that Tom pr- Tom presented it to him as like a huge mistake, you know, like alcohol, we'll never do it again, blah, 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 blah. And Sheena asks if that conversation happened before the glamping trip. And he says yes. And then they flash to Schwartz saying like, be careful, she has a type, men that are taken. Mm-hmm. So Schwartz, do you see? Like this is why Ariana's not going to fuck with you anymore. I'm hoping Andy in 
one of the parts circles back to Schwartz and say, do you not feel like you were complicit in this now that we know that you knew from this time and that you've been making these little, little jokes. inside jokes? You don't see how that could be hurtful towards Ariana, how it seems complicit, how it, how it seems like you are a part of this. Mm-hmm. You don't see that? You don't see it? And that seems you are a part of it. And yeah, how like you, you should. You, you are owe, a part of it. You, owe, you too owe Ariana an apology. Like a way bigger one than what you gave her. Yeah. Uh, Andy asks Tom, why would you encourage Schwartz to make out with her after you had sex with her? And he's like, why? Well, I mean, it was just this one time thing. It was never going to happen again. And Lisa's like, this, this is so Lisa. She goes, it's macabre. It's perverse to have your friend kiss someone you've slept with. And he's like, I don't think so. That's sickening. We know what you were doing. Yeah. And obviously Katie's like, bullshit. This is a decoy. And so this next part is another Peacock exclusive thing. Andy says to Lala, how did you see, like, what was it that you saw similarities the way Tom talked about Raquel versus how he talked about Ariana when he was with Kristen? And Lala's explaining and Lisa interrupts and says, well, did you know Tom then? And I'm like, Lisa? It's textbook the same fucking thing yeah but anyway fine let you have it because lala's like it was on the television and i watched it (laughs) okay it was on the television and i watched it and tom's like well you didn't know me then okay and then ariana steps in and goes don't worry i got you lala well i did and Mm -hmm. i see a lot of parallels Tom thought I was so cool. I had no responsibilities. I could stay up all night, go bartend all night, and be like, oh, me and Schwartz are going to do mushrooms together because we're all such a bunch of good friends. You're cool. You're chill. You're all these things. And then when we started dating, the question that I had was when the Jackson Kristen stuff came out, why didn't you guys break up then? And he said some things to me back then that were along the lines of, well, her grandpa died and we had tickets to this and we had tickets to that. And so I couldn't. And now it's just kind of funny how a lot of the same things are being said and done. Boom. And, and it's like, like, you can't, none of you, Lisa included, can't say anything because that was what she, her lived experience was. What you got now, Lisa? What are you going to say? Got something? Want to defend your man? Yeah. Shut up. Say something? You don't know anything. You, the thing is, she does know. And she's just she's choosing. She's, she's choosing just not used to them like talking back to her or standing up for themselves to her. And she just does not know what to do with herself. She's like, this is not how I thought it would go. She thought she could control how much they went for Tom. She's really protected Tom a lot. Remember we noticed a pattern? Yes. We noticed that pattern. Yes. So she's used to protecting Tom. We get to Miami girl because Andy goes, so Tom, you say that you cheated on her because there were problems in the relationship, but Miami girl was early on. So how do you explain that? And Tom's like, I did it because, you know, I hadn't been single in like five years and I just wanted to have fun before I got into something serious. And Ariana covered for him because she says, I saw the rest of my life with this person and I wanted everyone to see the best in him because that's what I saw at that time. I like totally understood that. Yeah. Because when you start, because that's what you start doing when you have, when you have like no standards for yourself with your partner. Yeah. Like when you don't go, ah, if you're going to do that and you're going to make me lie, that's fucked up. Nope. We're good. 
when you think because she admits herself that he was like giving her all this affection and stuff that she hadn't had and she felt deprived of in her previous relationship so she feels like he's this perfect guy Ah, i'll ignore the fact that he's gonna ask me to lie on national television for him to to my friend yeah i'm gonna ignore that i'm gonna ignore that because he's he's i want to spend the rest of my life with him with that guy, with the guy that's going to have sex with someone in Miami, not tell you about it, but then admit to it when, you know, it's all being brought out and then make you lie about it for him at the reunion and for the rest of time. Yeah, it was like such a thing. I mean, granted, like it probably wouldn't have been if Kristen didn't do it. But like, I actually like, I get it now in retrospect, the whole Kristen thing, because it's like she was tired of seeing him get away with stuff. And and if we had let Kristen take him down, then we wouldn't be here now. <laughs> yeah. We and did not let her do that. <laughs> yeah. Tom then tries to go, during that time, Kristen was like, she was on a, and then everyone cuts him off. And they're like, stop talking about Kristen. No one gives a shit about Kristen. Okay. And he's like, well, but like that, why did you bring it up then? And Ariana's like, we're not talking about, we're talking about me. And you, and then Lala's like, we're talking about how you have not changed in all these eight years. That's what we're actually talking about. Yeah. We're not trying to be like, Kristen did shit. You haven't changed. You're the same guy. Yeah. And then Tom's like, well, it's different. Cause he, and he's stuttering so bad here. He's like, it's different because we were, we were, we, 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 we weren't best, best friends when we started dating. And Lala goes, oh, okay. So when you're not that serious, then you fuck the best friend. But yeah. when you're in a committed relationship, then you fuck the best friend. Yeah. He's like, damn it, I really walked into that one, didn't I? Yeah, you did. He's so, he's so used to lying and getting away with it and giving everyone lip service and and truly getting away with it. We just recapped season three, and it, that's what happens. He just gets away with it. They just move on. Lisa protected him a lot, kept telling him to like stop because Jax was there. Honestly, when Jax is there, it's just easier to focus on Jax. Yeah, honestly, honestly. I, again, I think it was a perfect storm. We don't, like, even if Kristen was on the show and, like, was at the reunion, I think she would have gotten in the way, too. Having mm -hmm. people like Jax and Kristen and having yeah. um, the uh, Katie not be with Schwartz and Ariana not being with Sandoval, like, he's never been on a team by himself. He needs yes. that. Stuff. And Schwartz is not capable of doing that for him. <laughs> no. Schwartz is not. Yeah, so no. Like he was, and if you think about it in Reunion Season 3, Katie was so mad at Kristen at that time that she was helping. Mm-hmm. True. Very much. Absolutely. Andy uh, says, I know it's hard to remember this, but before all this happened, there was a whole bunch of other storylines going on, like Lala and Randall, James and Raquel, Katie and Schwartz. So they start with Katie and Schwartz. And Katie explains why she left. You know, he was prioritizing everyone else over me. And then Schwartz interrupts and goes, by necessity in the moment. And she's like, no. <laughs> no. And she's like, I had to make a decision I didn't want to make. And then this is a little Peacock exclusive. Andy asks Lisa how she felt when she heard about them splitting. And Lisa's like, I was hopeful. Shut up. Uh, Andy asked if anyone else was hopeful, and Sheena said that when she talked to Katie, it sounded like she had a weight lifted off of her, and Sheena told her she deserved something better. And they cut over to someone else to talk, I think maybe Ariana, and Schwartz whispers to Sheena, like, better than this? And she's like, yeah. Asshole. <sighs> then Ariana says that she, Schwartz is the one who told her, and she was shocked, but whatever. Anyway. 
Andy says, why was the no friend group hooking up thing agreement important to you? And obviously Katie explains it. We all know why. Okay. We all know fucking why. But Schwartz goes, okay, and that's reasonable in the moment, but had she fallen for someone in the group, I would have been okay with it. You weren't in love with Raquel. You were literally doing it to piss her off. Right. That's, that is a very good point, Emily. We're, and we kind of let him glaze over that. So I wish that they did kind of harp on that. It wasn't that you actually liked Raquel or had feelings. You just, they, and you said it on camera and so did Raquel that it was because Katie was making it such a big deal, you kind of wanted to get at her. And it was revenge, essentially, to sum it up. And that's worse. Yeah. And she has said herself, like, it's one thing if they came to me and said, I'm, I really feel like I have feelings for this person. She's like, that's a different conversation. But it was like, I don't know, I just think I want to, like, make out with him. And it's like, it was, I, I specifically... Ha- I don't need to relitigate this. We get it. But then Schwartz is like, it just seemed a little rich knowing that while we were still living together, you were going on dates and having sex with other people. That's something Tom Sandoval has drilled into into his head. She's going to come at you about the whole Raquel thing. Your your ammo is that she was fucking and going on dates while you guys were still in the house. Absolutely. That's going to be your trump card. It's not. It's not. No one, Katie didn't say... That you couldn't, like, and again, I'm not saying she, she was dictating it. They made an agreement, just one thing, just not in the friend group, the cast. Anybody else in all of Los Angeles is fair game. And she says, you could have done that too. That was not the point. It wasn't that I said, I was upset that you were moving on or trying to find someone else. It was just not, the the only thing I would ask is just not so close to home, like within our friend group. That's that's it. And like, that's, that's only four girls, really. Yeah, right? Like, if we want to do them, it's four girls. And that's, and Katie Anybody explained. else in Los Angeles. Yeah, Katie explained, it's about filming shorts. You know what goes into filming. You kiss someone on camera, then it becomes a storyline. Then I'm being asked about it in interviews and I've got to talk about it. And then that's what she didn't want to deal with. And that's exactly what you made her fucking do all season. Exactly. So him him doing that is so ridiculous. And also, I'm really happy Katie said, you don't even have a leg to stand on. You were cheating on me the whole relationship. He's like, okay, that's true. But it's still a double standard. It's not. First of all, you really just, like, it's so tired. What you Like, that was so ridiculous what he said, especially with all of the cheating that happened in that relationship exactly. on his end. And that he she really forgave thinks, him for. And he, we really, like, he got away with it so much that he he thinks it, like, doesn't count. Yeah. he He's like, okay, that's right. And Tom Sandoval, too. He's like, okay, well, like, forget it. Like, he, like they don't they don't want us to count it, but it, it really happened. Yeah, it happened multiple times. Mm-hmm. So, like, why we, does and and why does Andy even ask Tom Sandoval how he feels about the no friend rule? Like, why did why did he even throw it to him? I was like, Andy, he's that being was shady. But that was like, this is a different this like I know the, the, some producer in his ear was like, maybe check in with Tom on that, and like Ariana shut that down real quick. It's yeah. like, yeah, we don't need to hear from him. It's okay, laughable. We already, we, know. we already know how he feels about that. We heard him defending it all season. Yeah. And Sandoval owes Katie an apology. 
Yeah, we're like, never going to get that. We're never going to get it, but I want everyone to say that he owes her an apology yeah. by, the, by the fucking part three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Schwartz apologizes to Katie, and but he's like, I, you know, he calls the kiss somehow liberating. I literally almost wanted to jump out of my fucking, oh my God, my skin. How dare you still say that? Was it, was it liberating because now Katie doesn't talk to you anymore? Yeah. That was the only thing you lost as a result of that is Katie lost the friendship, which you're still complaining about. And Lala reminds him, she's like, isn't it sick that while you were feeling that, you're, she was fucking your best friend? And Tom's <laughs> like, well, it was a one night stand, guys. It was a one night stand. It was one time. It's very different. Uh, Lala whispers over to James. This is a little Peacock exclusive part. Uh, Lala whispers to James, 100% it happened more than once. And James is like, he just lied to you. And Lala's <laughs> like, he's a liar, though. Yeah. And Ariana, Ariana says, the one night stand that you planted the seed for at fucking Coachella, you fucking piece of fucking shit. And Lala to James, or yeah, she whispers, she keeps whispering like he's a liar, he's a liar. But anyway, they flash this unseen footage in relation to what Ariana said. And it's the scene where Ariana is telling the group, it's when Sheena and Katie go to Ariana's and they're like kind of telling the stories. It's that scene. It's a flash to unseen footage from that. And Sheena says, at Coachella, after you went to sleep, he made a comment to her in the hot tub, like, you know, Ariana and I are open, right? And that he started coming on to her at fucking Coachella, telling her that you're open, you're open. And Ariana makes it clear that's never been the case. And Tom, back in real time in the reunion, is like, what are you talking about? That is bullshit. And Sheena goes, Andy, you're going to need to ask Raquel when she gets out here because obviously I can't. And Ariana's like, well, no, he's been coaching her. So she's going to say whatever he's been coaching her to say. And Sheena says Raquel was told in the hot tub at Coachella last April that they were in an open relationship. And Tom goes, I did not say that. And Sheena says, then why did Raquel repeat it to someone that last April? And Tom goes, she did not fucking repeat that. And Ariana goes, how would you know she repeated it? Like, it was such a weird thing for Tom to be like, she did not repeat that. Yeah, like, you don't, like, you can say, you can say in line. You didn't say it. That you didn't say it. <laughs> but she. But she, you can't, you can't be 100% <laughs> sure she didn't repeat that. <laughs> that's why Ariana's like wow like she's really seeing just the depths of how bad this guy lies she's like you can't say she didn't repeat it like you can't make that a fact that's what he loves to do yes he totally. loves when he's not there make something mm-hmm. a fact just like with the Katie yes. uh, telling Sheena that she wanted Raquel and Schwartz to hook up she all season fucking long he was fucking saying that as if he was fucking there and he did that also in season three when kate when sheena and jack said that katie motorboated a dick he kept on saying well it did happen yes and it was like you weren't there you're basing it off of what sheena and jack said you didn't actually see it with your eyes but you're saying it as if you did and making it into a fact yeah does this all the time so so true Andy segues this from here to, okay, let me just say, this is a group of cheaters and does like the list of all the cheating that they've done. And 
I feel like he just kind of had to say this part. I feel like he knows the difference, but he felt like if the audience, the audience was requiring it, he knows that there's that section of the audience that's yelling it, right? Mm -hmm. So he says it, but he's like, so clear it up, explain the difference. And Lala's like, none of us were fucking our friend's man. And Andy goes, okay. And then just moves on. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, and that I is did the big it. difference. And the thing is, we do know, I know that's what the biggest. There is a group of people out there that are like, the they all cheat. They all cheat. Yeah. But that was my biggest difference was the fact that it's not their, the, it's not their best friend. Like, it's, this is crazy. Yeah, no, it was. And also the longevity of it, the amount of, like, finding out that Raquel and Tom FaceTimed Ariana when she yeah. was in Florida with her, gran like, mourning the loss of her grandma. And it was just yeah. like, hey, girls. Like, so wait, they fucked the night before and they're FaceTiming? Yeah. Like, it's just all of that, the amount of deception that yeah. went into it that was so deliberate. And the stuff that was happening when they were so much younger, like, nine years is a long yeah. time, you guys. And like, will, I'm a very different person than I was nine years ago. And I will correct myself because I can already hear the people in the comments with the exception of Jackson and Kristen, I get yes. they were best friends, and that but is true. But they got reamed. They got reamed. Oops. They got they got reamed. <laughs> <laughs> they got reamed. They paid for it, especially Kristen. Yeah. And also, it was the the difference. Back to what you said, it's the longevity of it. Uh, Jackson, Kristen, uh, it was a one off. It was not emotional. It was literally sex, and that was it. Not, mm -hmm. doesn't make it right, but this was such a different situation. It was, it was the, the lying, mm -hmm. uh, the longevity of the affair, uh, her, him trying to make her, make Ariana into a villain this entire season behind her back, pretending to work yes. on their relationship. It was all very calculated. So that's what makes this so much different than anything we've seen on the show. That's totally. what we mean. So. Yeah. Yeah. Does that clear it up for the audience? that has not been able to, to catch on. You know, they probably already started commenting as soon as you said that first line. Can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> if you love your hair, if you love your skin, I don't know what you're doing not using Kitsch. Kitsch takes all of that hair care, skin care to the next level. Because if you didn't know, you don't want to be sleeping on nasty, dry, chafy pillowcases. That's horrible for your skin and for your hair. It causes wrinkles. It causes damage to your hair, breakage. Also towels, hair towels. When I found out we should not be using regular towels on our hair, oh, I have never looked back. Scrunchies, you should never use just a plain old hair tie. It should be covered in something like satin, vegan cruelty-free satin. Thank you, Kitsch. Beauty does not stop once you're done with your shower routine, your nighttime routine, your morning routine. It is when you are sleeping. It's when you're running around. So Kitsch makes all of those products so that you feel and look beautiful and are protecting yourself against damage and aging morning, noon, and night. They started in 2010 by, get this, selling hair ties door to door. Remember when we did door to door? And they just had a hustle and a dream. And now they're sold in over 20,000 retail locations, self-funded, female-founded. I mean, let's give it up. We always want to support female-founded businesses. Their best sellers are the satin pillowcases, caps, and eye masks. And they just launched the most chic, the chicest colors for spring for those pillowcases. Let's get into what they're most known for, their heatless satin curling rollers. Now, this... 
This is a TikTok craze. You got people throwing out those like $600 curling irons for these things. Don't settle for knockoffs. Kitsch, they invented these curling rollers, okay? They started it. They are the pioneers of heatless, damage-free hair care and beauty. They started the craze. Kitsch does also make rice water shampoo bars, and it help, that helps with like overall hair growth and density. And there's rosemary scalp oil that is really good for scalp health and hair strength from root to tip. Right now, Kitsch is offering you 30% off your entire order at mykitsch.com slash she speaks. That's right. 30% off anything and everything at mykitsch spelled M-Y-K-I-T-S-C-H dot com slash she speaks. One more time, mykitsch.com slash she speaks for 30% off your entire order. Uh, Andy asks where Tom and Katie's friendship is now. And Katie's like, I don't want to be his friend. Okay. Because when you're trying to build a friendship with someone, you need things like honesty, respect, integrity, loyalty. And Schwartz is like, so if I don't abide by all your terms, we can't be friends. (laughs) What about my terms? What about my feelings? Let me get this straight. Katie has asked for one thing. Don't hook up, like you said, with the four women that are available. Not even, by the way, Lala's not even on the docket because she's got a kid. Like, you wouldn't even go there. Sheena's taken. So don't hook up with Raquel. Yeah, the one. Don't hook up with Raquel was the one thing. You asked specifically, Katie told you specifically, please don't. I see what's happening and I don't like it. I see Sheena trying to hook you guys up. I don't like it. She said it multiple times over and over. You still did it. Now, the consequence is that she's not going to have a friendship with you because you betrayed her boundary. Yeah. That's how, and then Lala explains what a boundary works. Here's the boundary. You don't want to respect it. You don't get anything else. That's how boundaries work. And that's it's very simple. But he's like, he goes, he's like, okay, but what about my feelings? And James is like, and also you're a man. She's a woman. The least you could do is like out of respect. And Schwartz goes, that's sexist. Oh, God. That's not, it's not, okay. Just like how with racism, it's not possible for white people to experience racism just because of the power dynamic of what isms are. Mm-hmm. Sexism doesn't happen towards men. Yeah. Women are notoriously the ones below men. Right. The power di- it has the, the ism it's, is the person that's being persecuted against by the men, majority. By the majority. The men yeah. are, men are never men are never in that minority. And, and let's just be fucking real he's using sexism as a weapon and it's he doesn't even know like it's it's just something useful in this particular argument for him and it's actually kind of disgusting for him to use that just to win an argument and then of course tom sandoval's like it is it is sexist you guys don't even know what that means you have no idea what sexism is yeah that's you, not, this is not I'll the tell right you what, use of it. I'll tell you what fucking sexism is, Schwartz. That you got away without being called a slut and a hoe when you made out with Raquel, but she had to deal with more repercussions than you did. That's mm-hmm. sexism. Yeah. So you don't know what it is. You not being able to make out with someone and not be able to still be friends with Katie, that's not sexism. That's a boundary, you asshole. Right. You're just not used to Katie setting them. 
Exactly. And the thing is, yeah, Tom, you're right. If you have a certain, if you have boundaries and your boundary is that you should be able to kiss anyone and Katie is not respecting that, then guess what? Then you guys guess you can't be friends. That is the thing. The thing is you want to be able to do whatever you want to do, disregard whatever the other person wants and still, you know, go about your life. And that's just not how you have to be okay with the consequences if you don't want to respect someone's boundary. And that's it. She's not trying to like persecute you. All she's trying to do is say, then we can't be friends and you can't make me be your friend. If yeah. I, if I'm not okay with how you move in life, cause that, yeah. that, that means we don't, we don't, we shouldn't be friends. If I don't align, if Katie mm-hmm. doesn't align with what's how Schwartz likes to live his life yep. and Schwartz doesn't align with how Katie wants to live her life, that means you guys aren't compatible as friends. There we go. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. So guys, drop it. So because James was the one who was like, as a man, you should respect it. Yeah, Lisa then chimes in and goes, James, you're not Mother Teresa. I'm like, once again, Lisa, once again. And James goes, no, I'm not. But when it comes to my current relationship with Allie, she's the boss. Excuse me. Lisa goes, your current relationship, but if you remember back. This part is, by the way, a Peacock little exclusive clip. Um, And James goes, what she says, I respect it. That's the difference. And Lisa's like, oh, okay. Like, she doesn't realize that people have evolved and changed. Yeah. Really, It really reminds me of the scene that we saw with Allie and James where she tried to, like, pull the normal shit. Like, oh, you go to keep an eye on him. And she's like, nope, I go to support him. Yep. And she's like, oh, shit. All right. I, I mean, honestly, okay, speaking of Allie, is Allie setting the tone for how everything goes? Because she was the first one we've seen the entire season talk back to Lisa. <laughs> like she's the one who dropped the bomb about the fucking Abby. Like I underestimated this. We chick I did hard. too. Me too. I hard. stand corrected. I see again. I think we Emily and I have said this many times. We are not opposed to, to changing, being wrong. To being wrong and changing our motherfucking minds. <laughs> okay. I was wrong. I was dead wrong about Allie. <laughs> Allie is like. I just hope she. Does like James because I don't, don't not even sure if she does. I mean, I'm I it's I'm gonna give her. A, I, I also feel like people's first seasons are always very yep. weird, and I feel mm-hmm. like she really wasn't comfortable with the cameras at first. Even like back in Mexico at Sheena's wedding when she was like trying to get out of there, she's like, "What the fuck are you guys still following me for?" Like, yeah, you know. So I'm gonna give it in the second season, you know, to just try to form like a real opinion about their relationship. Cause this also was so much going on in this season that I like d- didn't really even care <laughs> like yeah. about their relationship. Totally. Um, so, and the, it seems like a lot of the cast say off camera that they're much she's different. She's great. Yeah. yeah that so she's great. I'm Katie. Gonna, Katie says she's good. Yeah. That's so a gonna, big, I'm, that's a yeah. big approval. Yeah. That's so I'm going to base it off of that for now and then we'll see like, you know, totally. Yeah. Um, let me see. What, what did I, I want to make sure I give you guys all the peacock part. I don't want to leave you guys out of that. Uh, James says, that's what happens when you're not into the person you're with. So read a book. <laughs> and Schwartz is like, I just want to say I've been a champion for whoever Katie's dated. I'm like, fuck yeah, Satchel, whatever. I'm cheering for you. And Katie's like, that's not. And he knows that too when he said that. He said, that's a, that was a dig, guys. If you thought that that was genuine, that was a fucking dig. He absolutely knows that Katie is not with Satchel. He just, he just knows that 
Satchel is just not what you know. We yeah. already know we're not going to drag Satchel over here. But yeah, <laughs> come on now. And then and yeah, Andy's like, "Are you still with Satchel?" She's like, "No, he has a girlfriend. We're good." And I'm like, "Okay, moving on." Andy asks Schwartz about Joe. And Schwartz is like, yeah, no, we were supposed to be my girlfriend and we were just, to- we were totally just friends. Oh my God, friends. And it did evolve into more of like a situationship, you know, like friends with, you know, hookups, but clearly defined boundaries. <laughs> but for a minute, we were each other's happy place. And then here comes Katie. Joe's a creep. <laughs> <laughs> and Schwartz is like, Katie, don't do that. Don't disparage her. You're going to get a cease and desist if you keep attacking her in the comments. Oh, you think a C- you think you can sue someone for writing comments on Instagram? <laughs> you really think that you can do that, Schwartz? And then Schwartz does this like troll impression and James gets he's like that's not nice. That's fucking mean. I love James having Katie's back. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not having this. I was actually very annoyed by this part of the reunion because it's like, for a person that you have not ever been in a relationship with, for you to come to this bitch's, sorry, this girl's defense and like against Katie, it's like, again, another example of how you can't just be on Katie's side. Like, there didn't even need to be sides. Like, Katie's allowed to say she's a creep. She's already given her reasons for why she feels Joe's a creep. It's not because she's... She's not a creep because she's been sleeping with Sam... I mean, uh, maybe she has. Been. Maybe she is. Um, she has, She's not a creep because she's been sleeping with Schwartz. She's a creep because when Schwartz and her... When Schwartz and Katie broke up, Joe went out of her way to send Katie that long text message as if she was going to be some support system that she yeah. was going to help her through this situation, even though they weren't very close. Katie did not go out of her way to like contact Joe and try to like be like, don't like date Schwartz. But Joe did try to insert herself in that and say, I'm there for you. I understand how you're feeling. And then two seconds later, just move in with Schwartz. That's a very weird thing to do. Yeah. So that is why that is a creep. It, it feels like she tr- she's tried to like just swoop in there like she or she's been like lurk. It feels like she's been lurking, waiting for this opportunity and she snatched it real fast. And it's like if Joe had just dated Schwartz, not sent Katie anything, then Katie could be like, oh, that's a little annoying. But it probably she probably would have just been like, whatever. But the, it's the reaching out that's the weird thing it's the same thing with Raquel inserting yourself in Ariana's life and then fucking her boyfriend is weird Mm -hmm. and the fact that Joe blocked Kristen's number the day she moved in with Schwartz yeah these are all feel pre like so it just feels like she was just always waiting around she's like those people that like attach herself attaches themselves to people who are popular or whatever waiting to infiltrate in 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 mm-hmm. social climb essentially mm-hmm. andy asks if they ever went on double dates schwartz is like no no and they're like you went to fucking big bear and tom or schwartz begs tom to back him up he's like please tom Please. I think that uh, Sandoval wasn't going to because he was still mad that he fucked up the timeline. <laughs> to be honest, I think that That's she was possible. like, he's like, I'm punishing you right now. Yeah. He was like, because he was like, it's not, he like, it was, it wasn't, it was supposed to be a guy's trip. And Ariana's like, well, why was I invited? Or like, if the girls were invited, why wasn't I invited? And he's like, it wasn't like that. And then Ariana goes, well, what was it? A fuck fest? 
It's like, <laughs> whoa, yes, girl. Um, James is, and then they're all kind of yelling, and James is like, Raquel even hates snowboarding. And Schwartz doesn't get what James is trying to say. And so Schwartz is like, well, she didn't even come for snowboarding. And they're like, James and James and Lala are like, yeah, she came to fuck Sandoval. She came yeah. to like suck his dick. What are you talking about? Katie's begging him like, be honest, be honest. And then James just starts booing. He's like, boo, boo. I also and like. And then Ariana joins in too. And also uh, and Lala, Lala, she, Lala, she's shame. doing shame from Game of Thrones. Shame. shame. It shame. was perfect. Yeah, Schwartz is like, I am being a shame, shame. Like, you know why Raquel was there. You know that Raquel and Joe showed up. Ever, like, it's, it's, there's facts. Facts are there, dude. You guys had your side pieces. Yeah. That you guys and you went like, on a little trip. Yeah, it's very clear. It's them. We're not stupid. And if he's trying to say that he didn't know they were coming, fine. But they did. They did. And you went with it. The thing so. is, I can I can truly believe. I actually can truly believe I that can too. Schwartz, I know where you're going with this. Yeah, that Schwartz didn't plan for them to actually come. That's why I feel like he is getting so like defensive. He's like, yeah. I actually did not plan for them. I really just wanted to go snowboarding or skiing with Sandoval. Sandoval absolutely invited Raquel. And of course, Raquel was close to Joe and, no, and Joe is fucking San, uh, Schwartz. <laughs> They're so interchangeable. It's ridiculous. Shorts yeah. at the time. So it made sense. And Joe is so thirsty from what I've heard, the chatter I've heard online, that of course she's going to like, she's been, she's trying to make it exclusive probably with Schwartz at this point. So she's like, we're going to be on a trip. This is going to be great for us. Like, right? Right? Yeah, I think that is. Exactly she was like, "Yeah, I'm totally going to." I'm and of course, totally once they get there, Schwartz is like, "I don't know what to do," and because he, he mm-hmm. has no backbone. Mm-hmm. And so I, I do. It's not he's still dead ass wrong because he still condoned it. Like he's a grown man, he could say like, "No, we're not doing this." But that in his mind is like, I did not ask any of these people to come besides Sandoval. Yep. This is not my fault. Yeah, he's like, stop getting mad at me. Andy asks about, now we get to Schwartz and Sandy's, and he's like, well, if you were having issues with the food, why wouldn't you open with limited food and, you know, more of like a bar? And they're like, the original idea was a cozy dive bar, but Greg wanted to do like elevated food. And here comes Lisa being like, you know, they didn't know what they were doing, but like, how could they? It was their first time doing it. But, you know, I didn't like Tom saying, you know, oh, I don't want to hear from Lisa. La, la, la. And I was like, interesting that you still are defending him then. Like, yeah, Tom could not have been more disrespectful about you. Yeah, that whole the whole season. He was not a te- uh, fan of Lisa this season. He f- felt he doesn't like being told what to do because he's a narcissist. And mm-hmm. even by Lisa, like how many times he was like the way he spoke to Lisa, she had to correct him this season. Yeah. And last season, like he's, he's, I, I just don't. So but Lisa goes, I've given you everything. I've given you 5% of Tom Tom. And Andy even comes in like, all right, Lisa, 5% of Tom Tom's like, <laughs> not that big a deal. But the Toms and the Toms did end up taking out a little money from their Tom Tom investment. Mm. She's like, they took out 50,000. I'm like, so they took out their whole investment? Yeah. So that's Isn't how that what they- she said? I thought, I thought they, did five hundred thousand, but maybe I was. Not oh, hearing you know that. what? Maybe you're right. Maybe they did five hundred thousand. Oh, did they? No. I don't know. Honestly, I, I don't can't know. remember. I don't think they did five hundred. Yeah, I was a, like, that's a lot. That's too much money. Yeah. Uh, Lisa's like, I've always taken your side, which is not an easy place to be. You're about to feel it even worse. 
this next section is a little Peacock exclusive. Andy asked Schwartz if they would have opened sooner if Sandoval was more focused. And Schwartz is like, as much as I would love to put it all on him, it wasn't just him, but it was like the constant adjustments they were making to the designs that screwed them up and put them behind, which is a joke, by the way, that that's what they fucking did. Then Andy asks if Tom has been able to pay back his mom her retirement money, but he's like, no, but she's all right. She's okay. And Andy says, are you worried given the hit your businesses have taken that you won't be able to pay her back? And he looks all crazy. He's like, I'll be able to pay her back whether it's with this business or not. He thinks he's going to make money off this fucking band. And I knew that's what he meant in that moment. Me too. Me too. Andy asks about the business after this. Like, you know, how's like after all this, what's happened? And Schwartz was a little too cocky. He's like, you know, we got a little, we got a little bit of a hit, you know, like we got some bad Yelp reviews, but actually it's just been really great. People are having a great time. They come in, they're having a good time. And Ariana says under her breath, well, they can go there. They just better not fucking talk to me after. Meaning I bet she's, I bet she likes, if she sees anyone that she knows going into that place, they're dead to her. Yeah. There's been graffiti on the walls saying, fuck Tom, Team Ariana. Which, by the way, not a big deal. Get the, shut the hell up. It's, I'm sure it was like in lipstick. That's what it looked like. It, yeah, it was lipstick. It yeah. wiped it off. That's, that's not graffiti. Okay. Graffiti is like spray paint. Yeah. Or something That's what like I was permanent. envisioning. Yeah. Yeah. That's what no. I was envisioning. It was cheeky. Yeah. Andy asks, um, this is another Peacock exclusive. He's like, how is your relationship with Greg now? Which I'm like, yes, I would like to know. And Tom answers, Greg and I have always had a bit of a strained relationship because he'll come in right as we're about to do something and then pull the e-brake and be like, what are you doing? And it's months and months of rent. I'm like, we've watched the footage now, dude. We've watched it. And I'm going to say that you don't know what you're doing. And he was probably just trying to be like, you can't, you couldn't even get a menu together. Yeah. Okay. You couldn't get a drink menu to your poor GM. You were going to open with what? No POS system programmed? Like, get out of here. Okay? I, feel like, I, don't- I feel like that was code for Greg fucking doesn't want to look at me right now. And <laughs> I'm staying far away because he seems very angry at me. <laughs> and I feel like Schwartz was like, watch what you fucking say because I am the person that's been having to smooth it over this entire time and we're finally getting to a good place where you might be able to come back a little bit. Yeah, because Schwartz goes, we've had communications issues. It goes both ways. Yeah, it's like it's he, as PC like, as I can get it. Yeah, like he's like, I'm going to need them to let you come back. And I right now you're not allowed on the premises. <laughs> Uh, this is a, it's remaining a Peacock exclusive. Andy says to Schwartz, after everything you've been through, was it worth it? And Schwartz is like, that's such a loaded question. Oh my God, how do you even answer that? And Lisa says, because you get off the fence, which is up your ass, and you say something that actually has some weight behind it. Interesting that she goes for Schwartz, no problem. But with Sandoval, she's so timid. It's like, okay, I so know. you just go for the weak people? And so Schwartz is like, yes, it did contribute to the downfall of our marriage. But that wasn't like, I'm not, I'm not cutting. Oh, so, okay. Sorry, real quick, guys. I use a new uh, program to take my notes and it does like a voice talk text and it completely screwed up this part. So I'm going to, I'm going to read what it wrote. I'm not skip cutting the bar and put a lot of pressure on our marriage. I have no idea what the fuck that meant. Uh, It's all fucking consuming, and I regret not being there for Katie more. But Lisa cuts him off. 
and says, I've been married 40 years and I've opened 37 restaurants. Okay. It hasn't broken us up. Like, stop. Yeah. That wasn't like, that's what people do. And when you start a business, if your relationship is where it should be, you should be supportive of each other. It shouldn't break up the marriage. Then Schwartz says she wasn't super supportive, to be honest. Katie's like, yeah, I was. I was I was trying to be supportive until the point where you were like pitting us against each other, her and Sandoval. You're acting like you're doing brain surgery, curing cancer, putting people on the moon. It's opening a bar, dude. And Schwartz yeah. is like, you're Schwartz because you're being glib. But the thing is, how is he gonna say that Katie wasn't being supportive when she's at like she's no longer with him? She's coming to tasting still for you, dude. Mm-hmm. So what do you mean? She was supportive. We watched you pit them against each other. We watched yeah. you make Katie fight battles for you. Yeah. Don't. She says, you just didn't want to prioritize me. And Schwartz goes, it was by necessity. To- we we watched it before that. We watched it way before you opened a bar. That you've been doing this to Katie. Yeah. So then Andy asks Ariana about how she says, like, she's not going to talk to people that are friends with Tom. So will you stop talking to Lisa? This part was amazing. Oh, it was. It really Ari- was. Ariana goes, we just won't be as close. And Andy's Ugh. like, okay, that's fine. And so he tries to keep going, but Lisa's like, well, now hold on a second. What do you expect <laughs> me to do? Ar- Ariana goes, I don't expect anything of anyone. And I was like, girl, yes. 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 I didn't and- expect her to say that. I thought she would be like, no, it's fine. I get it. Like with Lisa. I I respect that that she re- this is how she really truly feels and this is how it's that this is what's going to make her be able to heal is distancing herself from people that are too close to Tom and I get that. I get that. I just didn't think she would be able to do it with Lisa and I'm so proud of her for being like listen, I'm not this is not on you. You I you do what you need to do, Lisa. I can't be a part of that. I'm not asking anything of you. This is just what it's going to be. Yeah. I love that. And Lisa's like, damn it, you're the popular one right now. And I always align myself with the popular one. So she's like, I've been supportive of you. And Ariana's like, of course. Lisa goes, and you know, I love you very much. And Ariana's like, I know. Ariana in her head's like, I know what you're trying to get out of me. You're trying to get like a total like vote of confidence. Like she's okay, everyone, but I'm not. She's like, I will have a hard time confiding. And Lisa's like, well, they own 5%. Do you think I should buy them out of the business? And then Andy goes, do you think she should pull out of her business with from TomTom? And Ariana goes, I think she knows what's best for her. <laughs> and that sounded like such a, a something, right? Yeah, it did. And Lisa's like, well, what's that? Like, Lisa was like, girl, what'd yeah. you say? Yep. And Ariana's like, but she, Ariana, she's 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 right. She's like, I mean, I'm not someone who's going to be giving Lisa business advice. Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Lisa was. So then Lisa goes, no, but if it comes at a cost of friendships and loyalties, I mean, where do you stand on that? I want to know. She's panicking. I've never seen Lisa this worried. I know. She's never not been in control. Like, I feel like for her, 
reunions are a cakewalk. She doesn't have, yeah. she doesn't have, really have pushback. It's not how, like, housewives. So she came, mm-hmm. she didn't know that any of this was going to happen to her, and I love it. Love it. She might go and back I- to housewives because of this shit. She was like, I can't, I can't roll with this, <laughs> these young people. They're too quick. I was like, I can handle, I can handle Kyle Richards. This is too much for me. <laughs> too much. I'm going Ariana back. says, I will always love and support anything that you do. That will just not be a place that I stop. And Lisa says, if Tom remains my partner, I don't want to to affect our relationship. And Ariana says, of course. Yeah. And then they move on. She's like, and Lisa's like, is it, will it? (laughs) Yeah. She's like, it's not enough. Andy brings up something about her and they're on track. They're so, I love it. They're like, we're not idiots. So they'll be opening. They think they'll open by the end of May. And they have made $200,000 through the merch. That's amazing. I'm wearing it. Wearing, wearing it. it. <laughs> wearing it. Ooh, speaking of, can I hawk mine? Yes. This is, can you see it? Is it in frame? It is in frame. This is, I'm going to be giving this to Pia. Pia will be wearing this cropped sweater. Yes. There, in the description, the link to the merch store, it's up and running. Thank you for everyone who's bought some. I'm really happy with it. I'm like, if you guys haven't had an opportunity to go through, um, it's really good. It's really good. It's I cute. I was so because I know you've been talking about ha- having your own merch for a while, and I didn't know what it was going to look like. Uh, and it's it's all very wearable in the sense of like you would like really want to wear it. You know yeah, what I mean? It's not it's, just like slapping my podcast yeah, cover on a shirt. There's I honestly want. Pretty much one of everything. <laughs> I really do. It's so I was like when when you were like, oh, you, I'm gonna you know gift you um, a merch item. I was having such a difficult time because I was like, well, I like this one, but I like that, one, but I like this one. <laughs> uh, I was like, ah, uh, what to do? What to do? <laughs> yeah, you guys go check it out. I'm I'm very happy with how it turned out. Um, all right. So Ariana Ariana says, I have some for you, by the way, Andy, if you want to replace that trash sweater you got on Watch What Happens Live, <laughs> which really was so gross of Ra- Raquel when she yeah. bought that. And she was like, this is the exact one I wore on BravoCon. I was like, ew. Oh, God, that damn sweatshirt. Burn it. Um, James was like, I'd wear your sweatshirt. I'd make it fashionable. <laughs> So Andy brings up, she, we go to a little Sheena Lala segment about how they're closer than last year. And um, he asks if Katie, asked Katie if the friendship between Sheena and Lala has ever like gotten in the way. And I swear to God, as Katie is like, well, uh, and thinking about it, Schwartz gets revenge on Katie for when she brought up the Brock comment he made. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. He, when 100%. she was like, you told me you don't even really know Brock that well. Why are you being asked to be a groomsman? And he was like, I'm going to remember this. So when Katie's like, well, uh, that's how I feel. He's like, you told me actually that you don't feel like you're getting the same loyalty from Lala. I'm like, oh, you fucker. He thought that this might be an opportunity to uh, get some discourse between the ladies because they've, they've been a little too united they, so yep, far. Yep. And yes, 100% he's been waiting to get some revenge. Mm-hmm. But it's like... The thing is, I, I, I'm pretty sure Lala knew about that because I believe yeah. when um, Lala and Katie were doing their first Watch What Happens Live appearance, uh-huh. they were not on the best terms because obviously there had been a little, because of the growing friendship with Sheena and the growing 
non-friendship with Katie and Sheena. It yeah. was causing a rift. And they hashed it out on the plane. They even said that on Watch What Happens Live. So it wasn't like a shocker. Yep. And Katie explains that basically like in the past when Lala's had issues with Sheena or really anybody, it's like no one fucking talked to that person. And Katie's yeah. like, you just weren't doing the same for me. Yeah. Andy asked Sheena, this is a Peacock exclusive, Andy asked if Sheena regrets not making Lala a bridesmaid, and Sheena's like, well, no, and Lala's like, I'm glad you didn't. I hate doing that shit. <laughs> and I'm like, well, come on now. But Andy asks Lala how she feels defending, how she felt defending Randall over Brock. And honestly, this these parts of the reunion, I was like, we, we already know. We literally saw this pan out. Like, there yeah. wasn't much need to conclude it. I get that they had to touch on it. But it was like we literally are. She just said what she already said on the show. Yeah, like she's she repeated it. Basically. Yeah, I think it. I agree. It was unnecessary because we we know why we're here right now. And yeah. yes, if this scandal did not happen, of course we would expect this to be brought up in the package because they had such a big discourse at last reunion. Yeah. But it's because everything's been wrapped up in a nice little bow. We talked about it on the show. It just it just doesn't seem like something that we care to waste our airtime with totally. right now. like we have so much to get through like I don't give a fuck about this <laughs> yeah and she already totally concluded it yeah so like, wrapped up nice little bow we see if, if you need more information follow them on social media you'll see how close they are you'll yeah. get it like we got it thank you um, and then Andy says to Katie though this year we saw your relationship with Sheena switch from frenemies to just enemies was that the result of having Schwartz on her podcast? And Katie goes, it was a part of it. I was catching a whiff of Sheena siding with Tom and we didn't want anyone to side and there was no side to choose. We wanted it to be peaceful and amicable. And here comes Schwartz. By doing her podcast? I don't understand. You stay willfully confused. You stay intentionally like in the, I don't get it. Like I'm going to be forever in the like, if I don't get it, I can't get in trouble category. Yeah. You're not like that stupid. We know like, what the, you con- do what was it's, happening. It's, the content, it's not about you doing Sheena's podcast. Like you're trying to act like it's yes. about, it's about the, con- all the, the stuff that you fucking talked about in Sheena's podcast that irritated her. And we already covered it on the episode. So stop acting like she was mad that you did Sheena's podcast. That was not why she was fucking mad. They all have podcasts. Everyone's on each other's podcast. That wouldn't upset her. It is what you guys talked about in the podcast that upset her. Duh. Andy asks uh, if Sheena regrets hooking up Raquel and Schwartz. And and let me get to this part. Sheena's like, yes, I was getting a completely different story from Raquel. And I really wish... That I had more empathy for Katie in that moment. And Katie's like, but I told you. Mm-hmm. And Sheena's like, look. And she admits, everything that I heard from Raquel and how you were treating her just took over for everything else. And Tom goes, do you not believe what Raquel was saying? And Sheena's like, watching it back, Sandoval? No. I feel very different watching it back. Yeah. And he's like, really? Damn it. I was hoping that would really prove how bad Katie is. No, the season did not prove how bad Katie is. The season proved how bad you are. Yeah. And Ariana agrees because Ariana was clearly getting the same information from Raquel. And then they're watching the season going, oh, wow, this was not at all what she portrayed it to be. And I understand that because a lot of what like the bigger issues that Raquel was, was talking about 
both Sheena and Ariana were not there for, and they were closer to Raquel. So of course they're going to believe Raquel's version. And they also do, they, they do know Katie and they do know Lala yeah. and they do know how they do move when they don't like someone. Yep. So it wasn't far fetched for them to believe what Ra- Raquel was saying. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not like that's out of their character, not to like, you know, but I can, totally. I can understand why they would believe her. Totally. Andy asks Katie, this is a Peacock exclusive, Andy asks Katie how it feels to hear Sheena say that. And Katie says, it's frustrating because even my closest friends don't know that I'm struggling. I have a very hard time being vulnerable. So I I get it now. And Andy says, where do you guys stand now? And Katie says, we've put things aside. But she says, I want to see the behavior change and not just apologies. I feel like this is kind of like when someone shows you who they are, believe them. I feel like this is cyclical behavior with you or it's just be more trusting of the right people and not just throwing your loyalty to the wind. Well done, Katie. Yeah. I thought that would. But then Sheena says, this has been a very humbling experience. I let what Raquel told me be Bible. I have hope for Sheena to go on the right path here. I, but I, it's still a little, it, it's still a little iffy. I will say this. Um, I feel like this is the most traumatic thing that's happened to Sheena in the guise of this show of, of her, you know how when she's very much on a team, like this has never affected her in the way that it has. And I think it really has shook her and we will see. Yeah moving forward if it yeah. sticks but on her podcast uh that her recent episode they do talk about this uh and she says that you just don't the one with brock yeah the one with brock okay. she's like you don't understand like this really affected me it like to the point where i'm a I, like i feel like a different person okay I, that's she's what like, i'm hoping yeah she's like i don't think you guys will ever see that sheena ever again this has changed me in a way that is so deep that I cannot move in my friendships the way I would before yes good so it feels like it's not just words like some like this was so big that it really like and I think it, she needed this wake-up call like that not everyone is your friend like she has a I understand it comes from a good place, but she really latches onto people so quickly and gives everything to it to a point that it's to her detriment most of the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she also probably is maybe not coming to terms with it fully, but it's a lot of the time very selfish. It's selfishly driven. Yeah. Like she, she's, she's veiling it like it's for that friend. Mm-hmm. But it was absolutely to get back at Katie for the years of stuff from, I mean, years prior. But it was it was to get back at Katie for the stuff she had done before. Yeah. This was like a repeat of season three when she's like, I'm going to be, you know, the new Stassi. And I'm going to get back at all them for the way they were mean to me. Yeah. It's like it sort of was an equivalent of that. Like now Katie doesn't have Schwartz. So now I'm going to be able to like rule the new cool group because Schwartz yeah. is going to be my friend. And everyone likes Schwartz more than they like Katie. Yeah. So and yeah, and again, I, yeah, it's like we see them and they're all friends, but they're not like as close as the show makes it seem in their everyday life. And I don't think Sheena and Katie have ever really been able to to get to that closeness. No, they have not. 
And she felt that with Raquel. And um, she's like, now I'm able to, I, she's felt that with shorts in the past. And now she feels like she could build that. And Katie wasn't letting her in the way she wanted her to let her in. Like she even said that, like I did try to check on Katie early on. Katie wasn't really giving me anything. So I moved on to shorts and I think she took it personally. Yeah. She that's and she's one of those people that needs to be kind of the center. Yeah. Maybe of their friendships. Mm-hmm. And Schwartz is more than happy to make someone their center. Oh, of course. Like, yeah, take care of me. Yeah. Uh, Sheena says that she was taken back to a time that she felt she was being bullied by Katie and Lala. And Lala's like, all right, this word bully. Like, can we stop? We're not teaching pre-K. This is Bravo. Everybody signed up for it. And then Sandoval's like, bullying is not an age thing. And Lala goes, please, mister, I fucked my best friend. And Sandoval's like, is it your get-out-of-jail-free card? And Lala's like, no, it's called, I don't give a fuck what you have to say because I think you're a piece of shit. (laughs) And she says, I think you've always triggered me, and so has she, and now we know why. And Tom tries to pull this nonsense. He's like, because he's trying to prove that Lala bullied Raquel by saying, you used Raquel as a scapegoat. To not show up to Sheena's events. This isn't an example of her bullying Raquel. Yeah. That's not an example of that. Yeah. Bro. And Lala goes, no, I'm looking at Raquel saying, I sniffed you a mile away. The second you stepped in here, I knew you were capable of this shit. You move like a snake. And Tom's like, takes one to no one, I guess. And I'm like, good one, Tom. He's like not good at the comebacks. Clapbacks are not his specialty. Not good at all. Yeah. Lala says, uh, this is a Peacock exclusive. She says, I may say a lot of crazy shit, but sticks and stones. I ain't your, I ain't fucking your man. I'm not banging your man. I was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, part, not this, great. This part, I was like, should have just stopped. Yeah. Because the sticks yeah. and stones thing, like, first of all, we already know that that's ridiculous. Like, words yeah. do hurt and words can cause hurt. damage. And it, that's um, what bullying is. Yeah. So let's not do that. Like, you lost me there. That's the only time she lost me. And mm-hmm. then also you did fuck Raquel's man. I'm I was gonna, like, I'm going to, t- t- like, I'm sorry. You did. And that's okay. in it. And, and we have talked about it. And you, but the thing is, you have to, like, she, that's the thing that we've talked about this during the season. She has to be accountable for that. She did do that, and that was fucked up and wrong. It's not mm-hmm. the same mm-hmm. as what they're they. It's not comparable, but it happened, and you did do that. So she kind of got a, got off easy because chaos started happening, and we, no one really got to call her out on that. So she kind of got lucky there. She but got was, lucky, but I was like, mm. well, because Lisa screwed it up. Honestly, she got lucky because Lisa thought she could chime in. And she goes, yeah. well, you, you've copped to being a little aggressive in the past with Raquel. You've copped to that. I'm like, you, you let someone else do this, Lisa. Yeah, like that was the wrong thing to like bring attention to. She should, right. When she said, I don't fuck people's man is when she could have been like, but you do. Yeah. Uh, but then Katie goes, it's called accountability. And Lala's like, yeah, and you have the balls to say accountability to Katie. And then James starts booing. And he's like, boo, boo. And meanwhile, Lala's like, you need to share more of this, Lala. Uh." And Tom's like, I know I've done that. I know. I have taken accountability. You're not. You are not. And she's like, for what? What did I do? Like, but Tom, no, you have not taken accountability, bro. 
You are still lying. Tom, you cannot like. Thomas. Thomas, yes. Thomas. Come now. Like, you are not. What, you're you're lying right here, right you now. Just because you're. You oh my god! Take accountability for when you told Schwartz. Like, sir, 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 <laughs> sir, <laughs> sir. But then, but then Lisa's like, uh, so, Lala. Sometimes you've been pretty aggressive, and Tom's like, exactly. And James is like, Lisa, you're sticking up for Tom too much. I loved that he said that. Yes. And she's like, I'm not sticking up for Tom. And then what does Tom do? He goes, no, she's being reasonable. And that right there should have given you a tip, Lisa, that that's what, see what you're doing? See what you're doing? You're making him feel justified. Yes. Okay. The thing is, I haven't really, it'd be different if she was being like fair even though I still wouldn't like it and chiming in for everyone, but it only it like, I would say 99% of the time has been for Sandoval. So it's like, what are we doing? What are we doing? And then, and then, and Andy like goes over to James. No, I don't, or James just walks off. James just gets annoyed. Like he can't, he's pissed at Lisa. He's like, why the fuck is Lisa here defending? So he walks off and then that's the end of part one. Whew. Whew. Wow. That was hard to, that was hard to that was hard to recap. It was a lot. It was a lot of information. Yeah. It's like it was like so many I don't like them doing this peacock thing. Just release that on Bravo like that. Well, I do like that we don't get any bleeps. Yeah, that part's nice. That part is it is nice to hear them just say it. The bleeping does and also it makes it easier to hear when they're talking over each other that they're not yeah. bleeping it because you can actually hear what they're saying. Um but it's hard it's hard to recap that. It is long, but I loved it. Like I've watched it twice back to back. <laughs> I can't even tell you how many times I've watched it. It's embarrassing. Really? How many? Tell us. Mm-mm. Tell me. Can no. I guess? Okay. Five. Yes. Oh my god, was I like dead on? Yes. Oh my god, I felt the number five. Yeah. Was- <laughs> I felt like that wasn't appropriate. I'm gonna go watch this after. You know that, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm mostly gonna go watch it because I'm trying. I try to like force Sean to watch it. So if I just have it on, I was like, kind of like, cause he he'll like be listening, and I like, yeah. he pretends like he's not. It's so, so good. So I'm just gonna have it on because I just want to see what he's gonna do. Yeah. Oh, next week we get Raquel. What? 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 Oh, I, this, it's not a big deal or anything like that. But I did want to mention, um, Sean. You know, Sean works at Equinox now or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was like, he texted me like. Either yesterday or the day before yesterday, and he was like, "Guess I'm working out. I'm working out next to James Kennedy." <laughs> really? Okay, J.K. So James is more ripped. James he, is more ripped. He's going I'm to that. I'm a lot more ripped gym. than you. <laughs> he's going to that good gym, and he's working. Is that out. the one in West Hollywood? Uh, no, in in uh, North Hollywood. Okay, yeah, good. All right, good to know too. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Next week we get Raquel. I have a feeling they're not going to bring her out till like the end or midway through. I don't know. I can't. Just, oh, I yeah. Can't tell. I was going to tell you when I saw the preview for part two, the way that they set it up. You know how Bravo is. Mm-hmm. The like, I could tell the way that Raquel came out. That was an ending. 
feeling. Feeling. So like that they're going to end part two on her coming out and sitting down like, are you ready for this? And then it's going to cut off. And next week on the conclusion of the three part Vanderpump Rules uh, reunion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's going to be completely. She's going to be left as like we're going to get a little bit. Yeah. Just enough to be like, oh, like really just gear like gearing us up. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I am Whatever. glad that we get reactions, though. The reaction I was, I am happy that we're even though she's not giving me much, but <laughs> yeah, for real. Anywho, um, if you guys missed it, I launched a new podcast. She speaks it all, where I'm going to be talking about all other non Bravo TV. The link for that is in the description. You can check it out everywhere you get your podcasts and merch, and that's it. Those are all the announcements. So thanks for listening, guys. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Bye. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. If you did, would you mind leaving me a five-star rating and review on whatever platform you are listening? If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget there's the super thanks option down at the bottom, the little button with the dollar sign and the heart. And also I'm on buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks bravo if you want to buy me a little coffee or two or five. And my Patreon, that is where I'm covering all of the classic Bravo jams. If you want to follow me over there and subscribe, link is in the description. And follow me on Instagram and TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. And whoever the guest was for today, all their information is always in the episode description. So if you want to follow them and check them out, check there for the info. And any of the sponsor codes that I mentioned in this episode will also be in the description. I love you guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.